Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. There's no surprise, I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow out of East San Ho. Well, they know my name. Oh, yeah, fantasy football hustler back at you, and we are bringing you fantasy news today. Here with the Wednesday crew, almost forgot what day it was. Here with the Wednesday crew, we got JC Money Design in the building. It's too damn cold to be working here in Minnesota. I tell you that much. You mean it's too damn cold for them businesses to pay their employees? As Fucking jokes. right. <laughs> and uh, repping Daddy Daycare as always, Bogart Scott Free in the building. I just came from surgery. Don't mind me. <laughs> he says that he never plays a doctor on tv but he's definitely playing a doctor on tv today on a podcast a c- correction <laughs> hey this is our version of tv i don't yes. care my version your version's better for all the youngsters out there that weren't aware the tube was what the television was often oftenly referred to as the old boob tube Austin's up in the building. He said, yo, I got COVID, bro. You've been added to the COVID reserve list. Man, I hope you're all right, bro. Stay safe out there. Man, I I, I hope you're all right, bro, because, like, I had these dudes in my house right now fixing the dryer. And and, uh, at one point, I realized they took their masks off. And and I realized because I heard one of them coughing. And, bro, I must have, like, I I got shook, bro. I'm like, oh, no. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, no. You just never fucking know, man. I, Don't put that on me, Ricky podcast. Bobby. I, I, I'm so I'm so paranoid. I'm wearing the, a mask on the podcast right now, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, couldn't even. Why, why you all give me money? Ninety-nine point nine percent, baby. You feel me? <laughs> Hass in the building. What up, bro? Woo, boy! Ronald in the building. What's going on, brother? And Ronald said, "Just stay ten feet away from their asses." Hey, yo, it's fucking, it's a real thing, bro. Like, like one of the dudes, he goes, he was an older gentleman, right? Like I said, he was like eighty-five years old, and the other dude was like the apprentice. And then, uh, you know, I told him, I said, "Hey, uh, you guys got shoe covers? If not, I got some." And like, oh no, we'll just take off our shoes. And I'm like, like, all right, you know, because then I feel like I'd be extra weird. Being like, well, yeah, but they put your shoe, put your shoe covers on also. Old socks, you know what I mean? Because I really meant that. 
But anyways, and then one of the guy goes, he goes, oh, you like keeping your carpets clean? I'm like, well, yeah. I'm like, you know, we just don't wear our shoes in the house. And, you know, and, and I said, you know, shoes are dirty. You don't never know if someone could be tracking COVID on their shoes. I'm that dog paranoid. People step a dog shit all the fucking time. Exactly. And that's even grosser. What if it's dog shit with Corona even? You know what I mean? Like the worst, <laughs> like the worst dog shit I've ever heard of. <laughs> but listen, listen. And then he goes, he goes, you're not vaccinated? I said, well, I am. But I'm like, I don't know why I am. You know what I mean? I'm like, it don't, it ain't gonna make y'all safe around me. You know what I mean? Or less than day. I, I don't know. It's, it's just funny because there is some people, especially old school people, like the ones I just encountered. You know what I mean? They're gonna, they're gonna be in there. They're gonna have their, their opinion on shit. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. no, like this shit is for real, for real. You know what I mean? They just think it's like some other shit. Yeah. Here, here you go. Here's an opinion right here that Ronald threw out. He said, "My wife is Asian and she would flip out if I wore my shoes in the house." Fuck yeah. <laughs> bro, and listen, bro. Fuck around. Listen, man, I've, seen all the kung, I've seen all the kung fu movies, bro. Don't fuck with them, bro. You know what I mean? Hell no, man. <laughs> they know how to throw those fucking chunklas right at you and snap your neck. <laughs> all, right? all in one, all in one maneuver. <laughs> the, the, the good old Chanelis throws next slide. <laughs> And Austin said, How was everyone's holidays? Mine was good. I was sick the entire time. So I was literally in bed most of the time, other than when Noble was opening his presents. So I'm getting I better. Had, I had an extended holidays and, and it led all the way up to the actual Christmas day where we had already celebrated on both sides, my, my ladies and mine. So we just stayed at the crib. I got to just watch football and eat mushrooms for real and just be in my man cave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because the kids were all busy with their Christmas shit. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, Stadavelli in the building. What up, bro? We said championship week. Let's go in five. But next year I'm being seven, including two hustler leagues. All right, bro. I like, I like that. It. I, I feel like the it. ambition. <laughs> and don't forget, Stadavelli, we got those NFL playoff leagues. I'm filling those up right now. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> um, damn it. So anyone who's trying to get in on those, if you're already an active Patreon member, YouTube member, just make sure you hit me up and uh, let me know you want to get into one of the leagues. I'm already getting my big spreadsheets down. And uh, starting January 1st, I'm going to start placing some people in some of these leagues. Yes. There we go. And uh, where are we at? Where are we at? Nice. And Austin said, wait, let me get in on one of them playoff leagues. You already know, bro. I got you. Austin asked, asked if we collect cards. I used to. Back I in the days. I used to when I was a kid, too, and we had a fire at our house when That's I was uh, 16 years old and all my shit uh, was pretty much gone. And it was bullshit, too, because the stuff in my room, it wasn't fucking like the fire wasn't in my room. It was in my sister's room, which was next to mine. So there was smoke damage and shit, but man, those shady ass insurance people came through and cherry picked all the fucking good stuff, and my cards got fucking jacked. Damn. Oh, that's shady. For Hell sure, yeah. bro. I mean, the smoke damage probably would have fucked them up, but I mean, all my shit were in were in cases and stuff. That's good. Yeah, I, I collect cards. I still got a I got a shit ton of them. I just you know I put, have them kept away and. I've been collecting for a long time, and I got some a lot of random shit. You know, I got that Kobe card that I think it's twenty one of twenty four, and it's like a jersey patch and shit. Shit's dope. 
But uh, yeah, I mean, I collect a bunch of cards, and I think we're gonna start doing a show here too, Goss, and we're gonna do box breaks and shit like that too. So we're gonna get more into like uh, we're gonna get more into like cards and stuff like that. This channel is gonna become a you know whole network. Oh yeah, and uh, Stadavelli, I, I don't have any invites to shoot just yet. I'm gonna start placing people in leagues on the first, but do me a favor, shoot me whatever email that you want it coming to. I gotta collect everyone's emails who wants to play. So Austin, do uh, do me that solid on uh, on Discord or uh, IG wherever, but shoot me your uh, shoot me your email. And yeah, I'm saying- Jemo in the building. What up, bro? Icon. Hey, what if what if Austin only communicates by by smoke signal? Would, you know what I mean? What I better put out a big smoke signal to, so I can see it from all the way in San Diego, all the way to Cleveland. So better you better be puff puff passing over there. Yes. <laughs> Damn, and Austin said just found a Brady rookie in my childhood collection. That is pretty fucking right, insane dude. right there. Mm, let me get that. My birthday just passed. Yeah. Let me get that. <laughs> People hate Brady. I would love. I got that. these old old Fleer cards, basketball Fleer cards. I got to go through them too because I know I got a bunch of uh, Jordans in there. And, you know, uh, I remember when a couple of them you can find. My whole shit was. I, I remember I had like a a, a flare set, an NFL box set. I don't know if it had all of them in there, but I remember that was gifted to me when I was like in third grade. And then I remember uh, the one of the one of the sets that I actually completed, where like I would go to the comic store and look for like like card, like I would you know the cards I'm missing, like in order. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was that the when Marvel got picked up by Ultra Flare. Remember that Ooh. shit, mm-hmm. Bruh. The Marvel cards were pretty sick, bro. Yeah, they were. They were dope. I had a couple of them too. They had a Marvel masterpiece series. That's yep. Uh huh. And they had all the letters were in gold, right? Mm-hmm. Actual gold, bro. Yeah, shit was dope. Mm-hmm. They don't make they don't make them like they used to. That's no, no. damn sure. And you know what's funny? How come they want to reboot everything and make it shitty? If you're gonna reboot something, make it dope. Yeah, that's true. Just because they really don't even, because they don't have to. Because now you throw, I mean, people are so stupid. You throw a fucking, uh, well, like collection edition or literally like anything like that. Collector's edition. Like that that shit's not collector at that point. Yeah. not. Yeah. What up? So what up, fellas? 710 crew. Smoke that shit. Hell yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to find my lighter so I can light something up. How they release cards and shit like that will say like it'll say like first edition on it, and it's really not the first edition, you know. No, first no. yeah, because first edition should <laughs> never say first edition because they didn't know there was going to be a second edition. Back yeah. Then. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Hess said, "I use uh, I used to and recently found a Shaq rookie card in mint, kept in the case. That's fire right there." So I have a Shaq eight by ten auto, uh, like he autographed it in uh in that silver too, which is dope. So it's just a picture of him, like Duncan, and it's it's his rookie from when he was with Magic. Nice. Yeah. Fire, fire. And David P said, "Didn't mean to offend. What happened? Who'd you who'd you offend, bro? Who'd you offend? What'd you say? I didn't even see it." And uh, David, shoot me, uh, shoot me your email um, for the um, the NFL fantasy leagues. I'm collecting everyone's emails right now, getting getting everything together. But there's already a grip of people in. Um, Patreon people who already told me. Um, Anthony just got in it as well. Two new Patreon members. Shout out to Anthony. He said, I got the Hernandez rookie card. Oh, man, bro. That one's a killer right there. That's for, for sure. For sure, bro. It actually might worth be worth a lot of money. 
<coughs> probably is to the right person. I mean, shit. Remember the Adams family values when they had those serial, those serial killer cards or whatever. Then Hernandez, he's definitely a part of that now. Mm-hmm. And has said, I used to sell cards and sports memorabilia out of my locker in school when I was like 10 to 13 years old, always hustling. Hell yeah. That was one of the things that I, that I did not sell. Did not. Yeah, that age, I was more like Pokemon and shit, like collecting crazy. Like we would like buy all. That's like when the first like the good card. Like now, if you had the cards from back then, dude, like they're worth fucking hell of money. Yeah, I know. It's crazy, man. I like I don't have any of that shit anymore, which is nuts. Like I don't know where the fuck it even went. Like or Pogs, remember Pogs and shit like that? Yeah, I'm waiting like, for that Pogs shit. There's so many that. collectibles from that shit. I guarantee, like. Like the amount of pogs that came out, just like well, I went to Hawaii when I was like ten years old. Pogs did not exist on the mainland yet, and I just remember getting some and bringing some back. And then kids were like, "What the fuck are those?" And I was like, "Man, you haven't heard of these yet." It's like these are all the rage in Hawaii. And then what do you know? Hey. Like, within a month, they okay. were flooded. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Crazy fun. I ain't gonna lie when I say this. I had a shitload of pogs, but I loved collecting slammers. And yeah. I'm gonna keep it 100. I ain't never once in my life played pogs, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I I remember collecting them, but yeah, I don't even remember playing that much after like the initial wave of me like learning about it. Yeah, and then like there was you taking the risk to play the game is you losing your pogs. That's the thing. Like you're playing pogs. That's how we play. When people used to play, they would bring like like I used to watch my fuckers play and then like you know what I'm saying? Like I I had the dope ass slammers, bro, with the with the ill caskets. You know what I mean? Like y- y'all remember poison or like yeah, poison? Oh, yeah, sure. yep. Or eight balls and like yep. yeah, yeah. That, that's one of the those those are one of the draws. Why I'd be at like the chainsaw? They had like the the circular saw one where it looked like a fucking saw blade. The little lightweight serrate, serrated edges. Am I saying mm-hmm. that right? Serrated. Look at me. I know. I, I remember my uncle. He worked uh, for some like machine factory or something, and he made this like custom slammer that like all you had to do is just like hold it right above it, just let it go like really slightly. Like it, it was taking them all out no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was the secret weapon when you're like oh, shit. <laughs> about the custom piece. He only pulled that out when he wanted to make sure to shut everybody down. <laughs> that shit was so funny. Yes. Oh man. All right, well, let's get to let's get to some of this news because we got a grip let's to go, go through right now. Let's Starting go. off with the Raiders and Darren Waller. No injury news, but he's been placed on COVID reserve. So he he can't play the game then because it's the new five-day thing. I spent the last 24 hours, like, reading up everything I can so I know how to answer these questions properly now, right? Listen. Tell us about the five. Tell us about so the new five rule. It doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not. It's just five days, and by the fifth day, if you're not symptomatic, you could come back. Hmm. You don't even need a test negative. So today is Wednesday, Thursday. Or I guess today counts, but Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, he can't play. So fire up your Foster Moreau's if you got him or if you got Darren Waller. I mean, I'm pretty sure you've already been finding replacements because he's been out for, like, you know, about a month at this point. So, you know what I mean? Hey, you know what I'll do? Angry cut him. Fuck him. And uh, shout out to a new Patreon member, Kelly, Kelly G. She said, LOL, I'm the sports card plug. I've got all the 19 through 20 and 20 through 21 products sealed. That's what I do. There we, I just met Kelly earlier today. She's getting into these uh, the NFL playoff leagues with us. And what do you know? Kelly, you are going to have some customers over here because uh, yeah, definitely throwing, 
We're doing card drops for the uh, in the off season. We're doing things to try to keep it interactive, giveaways, you know, things like that. So we will definitely be in touch about that amongst other things. Yes, yeah. please. Kelly. Yeah. Kelly, have your people call my people. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of things in store coming this uh, off season. To yeah, a lot. I love meeting people because of fantasy football. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> yep, that's great. All right, David said. David said he asked if you need his email. I've never met. Them. Oh yeah, need your email. Shoot it to me, dude. Don't put it in the YouTube chat unless you want people to fuck with you. Send it, uh, you know, Discord or IG wherever. All right, some more COVID news. Hayden Hurst, Hayden Hurst Helmsley being placed on COVID reserve. Not like he really makes that much of a difference for fantasy football, but one less body out there for the Falcons and, yeah. you know, I mean, more targets potentially to gauge in pits now. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's, it was very annoying, but it was also predictable that, that Hayden Hurst would take away from Kyle Pitts, especially in the red zone because yes, Hayden sir. Hurst, already has rapport with Matt Ryan and they we knew Arthur Smith was going to run a ton of 12 personnel two tight end sets I I, I don't I don't uh, not believe that they're not going to have another tight end in there in there with them but not of the talent of Hayden Hurst you know what I mean yeah Hayden Hurst is the only one who may warrant a red zone you know yeah because he's actually good yep all right and then just uh moving on down this list down to the Chargers they are adding Kenneth Murray and right tackle Storm Norton, he's the starting right tackle, been added to COVID reserve. The Broncos like hearing that because that, for what it's worth, that Chargers line, they've been healthy all year and they've been playing well. And when, when they're missing one or two pieces, it, they, it's really bad. Yes, sir. Um, they did activate Joey Bosa and Jalen Guyton from COVID reserve. So, you know, this kind of this COVID revolving door. Um, they needed Bosa. They they needed him real bad. Um, yep. Guyton is what he is. You know, they needed Guyton too. Ninja Guyton. <laughs> I like him, man. Yeah. Um, and, um, what was it? Uh, isn't Mike Williams? He's Mike, not right. Mike Williams already out. He was placed on COVID uh, days ago on well, Monday, I, like I believe, Guyton, and uh, he's not vaccinated. So no, but. Yeah. Thing, though, with the five day with the, oh yeah with this new rule he got placed and he got placed on it like on saturday so he's actually uh you know according to ian Rappaport, he was on the list of guys that shit him chris harris uh joey bosa was on that list so i think it's just like one by one i think they're all going to be lifted i i am weary of playing guys coming off of covid that's just you know, Especially when, if they don't practice, like that's a big red flag. If you don't practice at all throughout the week, I don't think I'm starting you in my championship. And for, and for Mike Williams' sake, I mean, if you got here with Mike Williams, you got here in spite of Mike Williams. You know what I mean? And like, it is a bad matchup against the Broncos, but I think him being back does obviously help everyone else, like a Keenan Allen or a you know Josh Palmer, who I who I also think will get into the mix. With Guyton and, and uh, Williams probably being, uh, and uh, got a question here from um, from Twitch from Schmitz myself. He said, "You guys like Keenan Allen or Tyler Lockett this week?" I'm nervous about Keenan Allen. Like he's just, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because you know guys like Mike Williams <laughs> not playing and all that, and so they're getting double and triple coverage more. But what, what do you guys think about Keenan Allen and Tyler Lockett? I mean, Keenan Allen, he put up nine points in the PPR last week, and he also dropped a touchdown. So it's like 
you know, maybe if he catches that touchdown, we're not so worried because, you know, we'll, we'll like, you know, that, that, you know, 17 points that we got, right. Or 16 points that we, that we would get. Right. Um, I, I'm still, playing. and he didn't have, he didn't have nine points. He had four receptions for 35 yards. Oh, okay. So he had seven yeah. points. So okay. Yeah. Even if he catches the touchdown, it's still, my point is that he was still, he was still, you know, getting the red, the money looks, you know what I mean? Six targets. Six targets. That 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 kind of annoys me because that drops down tremendously. But that was like his lowest of the year, except yeah. when they played Baltimore. Yeah. Well, then, Seattle's playing against uh, the the Lions, and they're playing yeah, at home. Here, it's a one twenty five game for them. I like Lockett better. Mm-hmm. It's it's just man. I like the matchup better. If you're, you're they're going to be able to run on uh, the Lions here, and uh, the Lions. They're 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 uh, above the the league average, like middle of the pack. I think they were 14 or 13 against the pass, but they're really trash against the tight end. So that's the one thing I worry about because uh, if if Tyler Lockett's not catching a touchdown and he's not getting you know the the short range targets, like I mean, it's basically playing Keenan Allen to me. You know what I mean? I mean, if it's, a P- if it's a PPR league, I mean, for sure, I got to agree with that. I'm probably just going to lean to the side of Keenan Allen just because, he, I mean, he's, I mean, on paper, I mean, he's going to get more volume. Yeah. But, man, I mean, Tyler Lockett, he's looked pretty damn good three out of the last five games. Yeah, I mean, the, la- the, the last the last game was snow game, remember that. Yeah, I mean, and, and see, they were able to run. DK got a catch, right? They they were able to and DK got only, that's got pretty much all did all day. Well, I mean that that coverage was so broken. It's, the snow is crazy. You know, I mean, you know, you know how crazy hard it would be to see the shit in that snow playing I mean, football. You wouldn't know, but you would. <laughs> well, I mean, just I'm glad I know what you're walking through, dude. Just think about that. Just think about that blowing like aren't that. Are they playing in Detroit though? Now, like, aren't they no. playing in Detroit? In no, no, the it's back in Seattle. Yeah. No, I think it's in Seattle. It's in Seattle, Seattle and uh, it, it's outdoors. It, it might be another. It might be another shitty weather game. Which is just, you know, which is also, you know. Weather in Washington's been crazy. It's been snowing like crazy. Yeah. Weather in Washington is never anything but shitty. Yeah. Well, it's not, that's not true. That is true. I live in San Diego. Every every day that's, in Washington oh, is shitty fuck. weather. It's true. <laughs> it's either raining or it's fucking not sunny. Like, you guys are perfect. Snowing. Like, in Florida, like, it's a pair of, like, they, they're, like they're, they live in a tropical weather, but then they get fucked by hurricanes. Yeah, nope. dude, Florida. Florida is the ass of uh, of America. Like I mother, mean, mother nature, be don't fuck with her. Florida is the ass yeah. sweat of America. Like that. That's all Florida equals is ass sweat. And life and sports talk with Jake. Oh man, he said today is the day. Got the supplies, hustler. We know what that means. Shout out to the seven ten crew. Yeah, long time coming. <clears throat> and dang it, you know what? Stu just reminded us. We did uh, mention this yesterday on on yesterday's show, but we definitely got to mention it today. Definitely got to pour one out for John Madden. Like, R.I.P., like such a big part of our childhood. I can't tell you how many blunts and joints and bong loads that I've taken while playing Madden, while talking shit and telling people to get your bitch ass off the sticks next up, you know, all that kind of stuff. And 
I wasn't I wasn't alive to watch John Madden coach, but I do remember seeing him on Monday Night Football talking all of his shit. We've seen him in the replacements. We talked about that. We've seen him in Little Giants and other countless movies, and he and will be missed. If you, had, if you had some of the worst case of athlete's foot, boom, tough action to neck. Yeah. <laughs> he got you. John Madden got you. Oh, man. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, man. It's a sad day for the sports world. That's yeah. for sure. It's, and you know what's crazy, bro? 85 years old. That, that He lived a long, uh, illustrious life. And uh, it was it was almost like, you know, he was uh, ready to go. Because, you know, the movie just dropped. You know, the documentary. And, uh, I mean, there's, there's been several documentaries that are made about him. He's obviously going to live in, in, uh, in for all eternity. As long as they keep coming out with these Madden games, too. And that's kind of tight, man. Because His legacy is literally going to live on forever, you mm-hmm. know? Like, I mean, hopefully he was recording a bunch of stuff this year, you know, for next year's Madden, you know, all the sound bites and <clears throat> stuff like that. I, I really hope that they do yeah, and shit. I mean, sound bites they probably have for him. I'm sure that I'm sure they have millions and uh, I hope that he's the only one. And I mean, I guess he can't announce it every, cause he's got to say all the new names and all that stuff, but well, well, here's they the better thing. figure out how to get his voice involved a lot. See, here's the thing, right? The technology like, is crazy, man. If they was able to create the technology that would, uh, could simulate anyone's voice and all you had to do was, uh, you know, type whatever you wanted it to say. Cause that would be awesome because, we also need that for James Earl Jones, man. I want to have Darth Vader forever, bro. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, they're going to keep coming out with Star Wars joints and, and reiterations. That would be so awesome if they could figure that out. You know what Dude, I mean? Especially with Disney Plus, you know, they've been doing all these other shows, you know. Now they got this new one with Boba Fett, you know. Like, they have all this shit for Star Wars they've been doing. Like, they're going to keep going with these little miniseries. They, why Dude. would they have a crazy one on Vader? They should. Big BS, you hit the nail on the head. I'm going to go try to find some of these on YouTube. The Mad TV skits with John Madden. Oh, fuck yeah, mm-hmm. those were epic. That was big time. Yeah, because he was he was on Fox during that time. So he's one of the, he's one of the only dudes to, uh, to be a commentator for all major four networks. That's how fucking good he was and transcended everything. They wanted him. And once the contract was up, the next, you know, the, you know NBC or CBS or Fox... They were all lined up. He all he never he never didn't have a job. I think he didn't retire until never not working until two thousand and nine. Yeah, yeah, I mean. yeah. And I mean that was real. I mean that was really by choice. I, I mean eighty five years old, and that was like twelve years ago. You know, thirteen years ago. So shit. I mean, he was already pushing seventy. He loves you know, football, when he retired. Yeah, uh, you know he loves football, man. That that was his passion. Niner MMA said Madden and Pat Summer are all great tag team. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. hell yeah. Yep. Had that. They said he used to go to Los Banos for some big barbecue they have out there every year. I believe it, man. I bet Madden loved him some barbecue. Fuck yeah! Shout out to shout out to Los Banos too, man. But yeah, and, and uh, Madden he he lived out here in Pleasanton. That's nice. about like that's about like an hour out from where I'm at. You know what I mean? And um, he probably just loved the place so much, and you know, been, he probably been there since the '70s for real. Because I mean, that's how long he's been there with with the Raiders. And Pleasanton ain't nothing but like 45 minutes from Oakland. You know what I mean? 
Hell yeah. Oh man. Well, we can go on and on about John Madden. We're definitely going to revisit that um, later and uh, yeah, later for sure. I mean, we're going to, we're going to re we're going to revisit this tomorrow on playmakers that, you know, we, we got him on the thumbnail, you know, we're going to touch on, you know, we're, you know, I mean, why not d discuss one of the, uh, one of the legends, you know, during championship week. Right. Yeah. If not the legend, I mean, shit, I, I know that the Raiders have won one, you know, after John Madden, but Raiders would not be what they were without John Madden. Who knows if they'd even have a championship ever if John Madden didn't grace their fucking franchise. So the dude, the dude that fixed our dryer, the the elderly guy, he's he's five years old as well. He's showed me an 85 and working, bro. Fuck. He he showed me an autograph. <laughs> well, he, he was more like you know overseeing it, but yeah, still like you know. I mean, I mean, fuck that. No, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, you gotta do what you gotta. That was, that was gonna be JC Money Design until he met us, bro. You're about to be working out there in the cold doing electricity until you're 85. Fuck that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the dude showed me, you know, because he was a Raider fan and, and you know, he, he told me he met John Madden and he showed me a little autograph thing. Sick. A piece of paper and he'd been had it on him since the 80s. You know what I mean? It's just in his wallet. It's and fucking I, epic. That was kind of, that was really kind of cool, man. Like, I was just like, wow. Like, because, you know, here's, here's just some random stranger in my house due to circumstance. But then, you know, we're, we're talking about a, a common uh, our, our common denominator is love for football and him more specifically being a Raider fan. I mean, that, you know, Raider fans are, are probably devastated. Rightfully so. You know what I mean? I mean, he's a yeah. I don't know why that is the Raiders franchise. Like, yeah. There's no more what? iconic person associated with the Raiders and John Madden. So I, imagine la I laughed so hard when all the Raider fans around me. We're talking about how excited we're about to go to Super Bowl and we're gonna turn things around now because we got Chucky, we got him back. And I'm like, I never it never occurred to me why, you know. I mean, I, I mean, I never could realize why these Raider fans would want a guy back so bad that they put it away <laughs> only to beat them in the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like, I would hate that. Why, guy. why would it? Yeah, I know. Like, I, I never really understood that. And then he comes back, and 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 clearly he's a racist, right? Yeah, sure. amongst other yeah, things. And he didn't get him into. They didn't even sniff the playoffs. Like that was and, the and only thing they did was get rid of Khalil Mack, the, one of the best defenders they've ever. And Amari Cooper, and Amari Cooper's over there balling in Dallas. He's like, let's, and they're like, let's go pick up all these receivers and just kill all their fucking careers. And then, like, you know, Chucky thinks he's so brilliant. By being, you know, being at a joint practice with Baltimore, and he's like, "Who's that tight end on that practice squad? I want him." And he's like, "What's your name, son?" "Oh, Darren Waller." "Yeah, let's give him all the money too." <laughs> he was awesome, but that's like the, be the like the only good thing I could say that he did for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the only reason he was even on their practice squad because dude was addicted to heroin for years and like mm -hmm. that, that was, was like painkillers and shit like that. That was on painkillers. He, you know, he this, everything he says that he was on everything. Yeah, how dope. Didn't give a fuck about football. That's how dope the Ravens are. The Ravens, Ozzie Newsom was so dope at finding tight ends in that same crop. He found Mark Andrews, Hayden Hurst, and Darren Waller. Hayden Hurst out of South Carolina. Let's go. 
Hayden Hurst was actually drafted higher than Mark Andrews. Yeah, I know. He was yeah, good. Was he was really good in college. He was hella good. He him and he played with Debo. Hayden Hurst was him and first, Debo played together too. Hayden Hurst was the first rounder, if I remember correctly. If not, that was a good, that's when we were fucking good. That's when game cops are really fucking good. I think he was a second rounder, but still yeah, I think he was second rounder. He was drafted in the same class as Andrews, but higher. And yeah. then like Oh, you're right. 25th overall, 2018. Yeah, it was him, and I think Andrews went in the third or fourth round, I think. So they, so the Falcons traded for – when they figured out Mark Andrews was good and better, they're like, all right, let's go ahead and trade him to Atlanta, uh, Hayden Hurst-Helmsley. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember being excited for him because uh, they had just had Austin Hooper blow up. And got rid of him. Yeah, and then Dirk Cutter was still there. Dirk Cutter – it don't matter where he was at. The tight end eats. It goes all the way back to like Tony Gonzalez. Even though Tony Gonzalez is who he is, I'm saying like this has always been a thing. And then Hayden Hurst flopped like hell last year. You know what I mean? I just think I yeah, think they, they just didn't. Matt go. Ryan, man, he he needs to go. It's not Matt Ryan. It was the fucking play calling. Like they just didn't yeah, go that too. tight end like they used to. Yeah. They, they changed everything around. Fuck the Falcons. Fuck the Raiders. John Madden, you're cool as always. All right, let's see. Let's get back to some of this news. And uh, for the Panthers, Hassan Reddick placed on COVID reserve. Half of their fucking starters are fucking like out right now on COVID, um, on defense anyways. And then they also came out and they said that uh, Stefan Gilmore is uh, highly unlikely to play this week as well. Not because of COVID, just because of the injury that he's still got um, nagging him. He's making business decisions. He's like, this thing ain't going nowhere. Fuck yeah, man. Who's? Uh, I wouldn't want to either. And I'm not gonna try, not gonna mess this up in the last couple games. Um, but yeah. uh, someone who is starting, Sam Darnold. Uh oh, making his making his way back. He is being pushed back into that starting QB role officially this week. They're not gonna yeah. do what they did last week and just go back and forth again. No, I read I read somewhere that. They're, that they want to see they they want it they want Sam to reassert himself, and that this was more them easing him back in. That's what I that's what I heard. They got to see what they got because I mean they could. I mean when when's his contract up? Like next this year, they, next they year, it's, figure, it's real soon. They got to figure out whether to pick up the fifth year option on him and have him be a backup or or maybe you know compete with, uh, you know compete with a young rookie next year or, or you know what I mean or be a backup to a. a, a a high-end free agent, you know, because why not keep Sam Donald? But you got it. This is why they have to start him. You know what I mean? Yeah, they have to because if they're not going to – I don't think they're going to pick up an option. I think they're either going to fucking try to trade him or something like that. Um, yeah. yeah why are you going to pick up your option if he's not going to for sure be that starter? You know, like there's just no reason. Well, I mean, here's another thing too is like whether they pick – they they would need to make the decision to pick up his option before the the the, the, the league year. I think that's in June. So like you know, and once the trade things open up, this is why this next two games is important to showcase Donald. There's no reason to showcase Cam Newton anymore. You know what I mean? No. That you know, he was back. I'm back for like you know ad game. <laughs> Not even ad game. Like two quarters of a game. <laughs> and, and if, this, if you want to go backwards, this really the move. To bring back Cam Newton was really just because Sam Darnold was hurt. You know what I mean? Sam yeah. Darnold back. They, like I said, they were easing him back in, and they were like, you know, now they want him to reassert himself, and that's why he's named the starter. He did enough to warrant being a starter for for this squad. I mean, he was really solid up until he got hurt. I mean, what did he get hurt week four? 
or something. I mean, yeah. week five, we, maybe, week but, six, week six or seven, when they were already like four and one or whatever. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, if it was that six because game, because they, they they ripped, they were like four and one, and then and, and I remember at that point they had uh, he he had like five rushing touchdowns. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, and then like it kind of just. This, you know, with the CMC, no CMC moving forward, like, you know, it kind of just went to the wayside and he got hurt. Hell yeah. Yeah. CMC goes down. I mean, the, re- the rest of that ship is just going to shit. Like, I don't care what anybody says. But uh, yeah, I mean, I picked up Darnold in a league. Um, we'll, see if I, we'll see if I play him against Bogart or not. Mm-hmm. That's how you know that I'm working on, that I'm prepping for the news when I start making pickups and shit in leagues. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Yeah. You know, what's funny is I seen him out there. I mean, even I, Lance, I was the one who dropped him. Yeah, even even Lance. I was like, you know, I, I was tempted to make a claim on Lance, but I'm like, you know what? I got other business to attend to. And I'm like, if I'm gonna end up playing against Lance or Darnold, whatever it is, so be it. If it's my destiny, it's my destiny. I picked I up Lance. Well, play. well, yeah, and um, we'll we'll get to the 49ers in a second. <clears throat> but it would be a just very fitting if I got to beat Bogart with Lamp, someone who I don't even really necessarily I still think it's like. So crazy that they drafted him. Yep, they should have drafted Al Pitts. I should have did it. <laughs> Alex Sizzle, what up, bro? He said, "Thank you so much for your help this season." Hell yeah, bro! You already know. I said, "Hustler, my guy." I'm heading to the six one nine as we speak. Let's meet up, homie. Well, hopefully, it's in uh, it's in a couple days. Still get me uh a couple days to still recover all the way, but hell yeah, bro. I'm down. I don't got the vid. I don't got the vid. So uh, as long as people can deal with some coughing, you know, we're all good. Ha. Ah, and has said this week is the perfect time for daytime dabs. I'd say any day of the week that ends in Y is a perfect time for daytime dabs. Yeah. I'm like, I'm more of a night. I'm more of a creature of the night, but you know, I've, I've been known as a day walker. <laughs> Nigel, good looking on the super chat, bro. You the man. He said, "Shout out to the dynamic trio, RIP Madden, my, your favorite Madden player through the years." I'll go first. Michael Vick, cheat code. Whew. My my favorite Madden player of all time was probably Antonio Gates. Because like, if you oh, had him on your Madden one. squad, like fuck, like it cheat code, ultimate cheat code. You could I not. Know, I was say Adrian him. Peterson. He's I'm, fucking wrecking crew, man. Playing with the so, AP so so wrecking crew, man. He 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 was so good. That year, I that year I, go left, I figure I go left to center. Tight ends are a forgotten. Uh, no, forgotten I like that pick. Madden. That's why I was like, fuck. That was a good pick. Yeah, I mean LT. That's yeah. that's one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. hey, when, when did they start doing the ratings? Uh, 2009, 10. I can't even remember what year they actually started yeah. that. Because I know that's when they went online, where it was like, then where things would fresh, refresh. Like, yeah, literally, like, had it connected to your internet. You had yeah. to get it connected to the internet to get it to refresh. Ooh. Another, one, was, another one of mine would have been Troy, Troy Palomalu, because that dude would fucking catch. And he would, inter- that, the year that he was on the cover, he would intercept fucking everything. Bro, Ed Reed, too. Like, man, if I, if I was doing, because uh, I used to love doing those fucking Madden drafts, you know, where you pick everybody. And man, my IDP squad was, it was always super lit. It was always lit because I was always starting off with Palomalo or Ed Reed. And it was like, shit, the rest was fucking almost didn't even matter. And that fucking swoop catch he does where he fucking fingertips it off the ground when he's fucking. His feet are way up in the air. Holy shit. Dude, Patrick Peterson, fucking so fucking good for so many years on Madden 2. Mm-hmm. You can't you, you can't get no completions on him. Richard Sherman was a cheat code that one year, the year where he was actually on the fucking cover. Yep. 
he literally comes out of his side. He was actually one of the guys that didn't get hurt too. I, I think he was the one that like where it, like it, the major injury cursed. It stopped for a while because then I know I know as of recent history, Patrick Mahomes when he was on there, Brady was on there. Brady Brady was on there. As Wasn't a, that the year that he that he missed four games because of the Deflate Gate or whatever? I know I know there was a double cover recently, right? And Brady was one of them. And didn't he have like a partially torn MCL uh, coming mm-hmm. off of last year? Man, was it wasn't it a Brady and Mahomes that were on it? Because I know the Mahomes, cover? the Mahomes solo cover was a couple years back, and that was the same year that he had the dislocated kneecap for, and he was out for like five weeks. Yeah, so he didn't go out for the season, but he didn't go out for the season. Hurt. But like, it was still like a trip. Like, yeah, this, that the curse is real. I remember when they did the double cover, the Larry Fitzgerald and Troy Polamalu. I don't think either one of those guys got hurt that year either. I'm gonna tell you one that. Remember, I'm going to tell you one that's kind of like out there, but uh, KJ Osborne, I remember I was telling you like from, from playing Madden, it was the year like <laughs> where J- J- Justin Jefferson was on there as a rookie. He actually wasn't catching a lot of shit on the game. And it was crazy because I had Thielen go out at one point and KJ Osborne came in and every time I throw to him, he would not drop the ball. Like it was, it was unbelievable. Like I told you, I was like in a, de- in a Debbie league and like, he was like a no like nobody had him on that like really deep, deep league. And I'm like, I'm going to go fucking pick this guy up just because of Madden. Here's anything. It was crazy. You're savage for playing Debbie Lee's. I think that's like where I. I mean, I used to say I. You want to start one next year? Don't you're you're gonna be in it. We're starting uh, one next year. I'm probably gonna. I probably am. It's gonna be fucking crazy. I mean, I, I told JC Money I'm not getting into a Debbie League unless he's the commissioner. I don't. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll commission that one. It'll just be. It'll be a group of us just savages. So, I will tell you, so I'm not. No, I'm, so it'll just be all madness then if he's the commissioner. Oh yeah, it's gonna be nothing but madness. Yes. Man, I mean, Bo Bear knows some shit that uh, that I'm going through in one of the leagues. But let me tell you about a whole other league with these fake ass Twitter analysts who like wanted to start a league on Clubhouse. These motherfuckers start a 16 team league before I even get in. They tell me it's top three that are gonna get in it. Um, as far as like money goes, did you so find money, proof? Huh? Did you find the proof? No, no, because the person who told people this didn't even pay and uh, and ended up bouncing out of the league. So shady motherfucker, um, you know, in himself. And then now they're like, oh, yeah, so it's not top three who are getting paid. It's uh, it's, it's the top person who's getting paid. And then half the league is uh, um, half all the fees are getting donated to charity. And uh, so 16 team league that everyone thought three people were going to get paid. Yeah, uh, you know, what's funny. Like, show me the fucking charity ticket then. And that's what I said. I was like, how do we even know that you motherfuckers are going to go fucking donate? I was like, and you get that tax credit, huh? Not the person who wins the league or. Yeah, that's crazy. They they really, they really, listen, every dollar counts. But they must really feel good about like the little fucking $300 or whatever it is that they're going to donate. You know what I mean? I mean, it was $60 times uh, times 15. So, I mean, we were getting close to a thou wow, you yeah. know, in that total. And uh, and then they're like, oh, yeah, we're so shady. Like, look at this. And then they show us like a big picture of like gifts that they were giving away. And I was like, how many people's buy-ins did you steal to get all those presents to give those away to the kids? They didn't like that. And then they kicked me out of the league. That's <laughs> just funny, dude. Yeah, I can't stand this. So when we do this Debbie League, it's going to be like people we know, like us friends. Yeah, it's it's gonna be Patreon members or YouTube members or stuff. We'll get, like we're, that. So basically, it's gonna be like six of us, just like so. We'll probably just we'll probably get like people that are that that work with us on our channel, and then we'll just get like six what people. Plat- hold Patreon. on, real quick. I got a prerequisite, man. What platform are we using on this joint? Well, we'll use Sleeper Box. Be- there's a way to do it. I already there's a way to do it. We'll we'll just, okay. just basically 
on Sleeperbot, uh, they make a thing where you can like go under players' name, like, like under them, and you can like write shit. So like, we would just use players that are like either like either they don't fucking play, like people down in the nine 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 nine. You know what I'm saying? Like they're like nobodies. We'll just take like you just draft them or whatever, and then we'll just pick whatever you pick. Like you know, if you had like Spencer Rattler or like or if you pick like, you know, just, here's the thing. There's got to be somebody that anybody in college you can draft, so you can draft somebody. Gotta write all these, somebody got to write all these teams down. I, I got it. I got it. We're gonna take JC it. money. Gonna, uh, we yeah, got JC money. You got to write all these names down because the, you know what I'm saying. It, it could be easy as someone just changing the name of a player, but I have them, bro. You know, nope. yeah. uh, everything is everything will be in, in on a uh, on, on a document form for everyone that can go in and look at it. But I'll be the only one who can. Uh, everyone better sign it. in blood, bro. It's oh gonna yeah, be, it's gonna be fun, and I don't know. We'll probably do some some Devi in it too, so it'll be it'll be crazy because I've never played Devi like that shit with uh, <coughs> Devi with oh, IEP yeah. would be crazy. Shout out to Nigel, he ain't playing big time Serbian super chat. You the man, bro. You the man. Said in the finals, only have only have destiny to thank and the fantasy football hustler. I appreciate it's your that. destiny. It's your destiny. We got QB Hertz, wide receiver. Tyreek Hill, wide receiver, Jamar Chase. Then we got Montgomery, uh, got a question mark for RB2. And then uh, Schultz for the tight end, then a question mark for the flex. Just Need an RB2 and a flex. Agumba Wale, KJ Osborne, Justin Jackson, Boston Scott, Jordan Howard, Michael Gallup, Isaiah McKenzie, MVS, Gore, I'm assuming Frank Gore's grandson on the Chiefs, and then, uh, oh, good old Keyshawn Vaughn. I might be okay with starting Keyshawn Vaughn. <coughs> okay. Here's, let's, get to, let's get to some news real quick around just some of these players before we answer this. So for Agumba Wale, we know that at least as of right now, last I saw, supposed to have three of their linemen that are going to be out. I'll, I'll double check on that, but that's one thing that kind of sucks. But that is the volume play. Austin Eckler is back. So I don't, uh, Justin Jackson, I mean, I don't even, he's not going to be the guy. Um, for the Eagles, Miles Sanders, they said that they are not going to put him on uh, on IR, but playing, but playing this week isn't looking good. So Boston Scott or Jordan Howard could be in play. And and I don't think uh, Jordan Howard with his second stinger of the year is, is going to play or at least be the lead. I like Boston Scott a lot. Yeah. I I'd love it if Jordan Howard just didn't play. That'd make a lot of things uh, a lot mm -hmm. clearer for the Eagles. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Kenneth Gainwell will get in the mix. And then they – and, and, you know, when you when – you... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Bogey in the Matrix. Um, I did just see that uh, MVS – um, just literally five minutes ago was activated from the COVID reserve list. Hello. We can hear you. So he is in play. And uh, <laughs> um, I, I actually do like Gore a little bit. I mean, CEH, he's not practicing. I don't know how likely it is that he plays this week. He's got swelling in his knee. A lot to trust, man. It is. And so it's a, a lot for Keyshawn Vaughn as well, too. I'm fucking really nervous about him. I mean, cracks off that one big play, you know, but outside of that really didn't do too much. True. Uh, KJ Osborne definitely should be in play here somewhere because Adam Thielen got placed on uh, IR. Had Which I said that he's not end back in there fucking playing. Yeah. Season ending ankle uh, surgery. Hmm. Hmm. Alvin Cook has been activated though. 
um, from COVID reserve. So that that's something right there that's definitely going to take away from, uh, I mean, really a little bit of everybody. Yeah, I mean, that, actually, I feel like that helps. Like him being healthy helps the, the receivers in my mind. You know what doesn't help the receivers um, going up against the Packers? No, Jair no. Alexander got activated, and he is coming back this week. I know Savage, man. He was fucking wrecking house. Yeah, Savage is a safety. Uh, Jair Alexander is a cornerback. So um, I was just saying that he was being fucking ridiculous. Yeah, he's still going to be a Savage. But uh, that's something that's just going to – I mean, if Jair Alexander playing, that's slowing down Justin Jefferson. That means yeah. a guy like KJ Osborne is definitely going to get an uptick um, in uh, in targets. And Tyler Conklin's not practicing either. So, I mean, you, you got a handful of people that are out and um, – or at least banged up. I'm leaning on. Uh, I'm leaning between KJ Osborne and Isaiah McKenzie for the uh, for the flex. Heavy lean on KJ Osborne right now, and I'm leaning Boston Scott for that running back spot as of right now. Slightly over Agumba Wale. Yeah, I'm for sure gonna go KJ Osborne. I think I'm gonna agree with you on Boston Scott because I know Boston Scott's a beast. He's all, he's showing when he gets the opportunity, he's gonna be fucking shining. And Zeb said Bogart in the Matrix. Fix your internet, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's out in his garage, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. So Gabe Davis and Beasley just both got both just got activated. Um, let me see. Beasley. McKenzie was such a fun super draft pro play last week. And so was a third string quarterback of the Ravens was awesome fucking play too. So I don't, I don't see that. Um, I I don't see that just yet, but Ronald, I'm sure you wouldn't come in here with some bullshit. So we'll, we'll take your word for it. And um, yeah, I mean, both of them went out like really early last week. So um, especially with that new five, the five day rule or whatever. Yeah, they definitely could be back. And Ronald, you need to shoot me an email, dude. We already talked about this, brother. <laughs> All right. Some graphic work. And uh, Zeb said, JC, what type of beer are you drinking today, bro? Um, I'm just not drinking a light beer today. Very, very vice by Liney, Liney Kugels out in Wisconsin. Nice. Light beer. Nice. And uh, we're going to be getting uh, we're going to be getting to everyone's questions here real soon. If you want to get your question answered quicker, just leave it in as a super chat because we got a grip of news that we still got to cover. And Anna said lost in the semifinals, but it was a battle. Hats off to the guy who beat me. He took a risk and it paid off. Was bummed at first, but had a fun year. Thanks for all your fun and help. And Anna. Do not forget, the fantasy season is not ending. Not if you hang around with the hustler, because I got the NFL fantasy leagues that are going to be starting here. And uh, the, the drafts happen literally the Monday after week 18 ends. So I'm putting all these leagues together right now. Everyone who's on Patreon is uh, is invited to join these leagues. They're $30 leagues. Um, so if you want in, just, just let me know. Um, as long as you still have an active Patreon member in um, – active patreon membership in uh, in january you are good to go so i'm just making sure to remind everybody do not cancel you know and um if you're not on patreon go get there you could do it after the first i recommend just signing up for the annual membership um doesn't matter what level you get on any level's good but getting on the annual membership you're in every single giveaway that we do the next one's darius leonard jersey giveaway and then by getting on the annual membership, you get double your entries 
Okay, so if you're on like the the awesome supporter, which is a three dollar tier, you get normally three entries. But if you're on the annual, you get six. So the five dollar one is the most popular tier. So anyone who has any more than five entries, you know, per giveaway, you're automatically giving yourself the edge. And Nigel said, I'm in the same. I'm contemplating between a Goombawale and Scott at RB2 for sure. And then KJ Osborne after the Thielen news for sure. Lock at the flex. I agree. I agree with that one. And uh, the Agumbawale and Scott, we're probably going to be taking that all the way, that one all the way down to like fucking Sunday morning. You know, that's for sure. And Zeb said, let me get into the playoff leagues. You already know how to get there, bro. You either sign up as a YouTube member, and I'll put the link in where you could join if you guys don't see it on your screen. Um, But it's either joining up on YouTube. Um, I prefer Patreon just because Patreon gives a little better split than uh, than the old boob tube. But, uh, yeah, get on Patreon. Patreon.com slash FFHustler420 or go to FantasyFootballHustler.com. I'm going to put the uh, the link in the description right now for everybody as well. Ah, Tino in the building said, RIP John, he made me um he made me uh made me Pops a Raider fan. Uh is that is that what you saying? Made, made your Pops a Raider fan? <clears throat> I believe it, man. He made a lot of Raider fans. A lot of Raider fans. That was probably the only cool thing about being a Raider fan for the longest time. Fucking repping John Madden. All right, let's get back to some of this news. And uh, let's see here. For the Chargers, um, we mentioned the, the people who went on COVID and who got uh, and who went off COVID. Fuck um, all life, deal with that shit. They I mentioned more attention with that. They mentioned uh, Derwin James that they are hopeful that he's going to play. When when I hear something like that on um, on a Wednesday, you know that they're hopeful that someone's going to play. I'm, I'm almost leaning that he's not going to play. Yeah, dude, I wish I would have paid more attention to that shit last Sunday, man, because uh, that really killed me in the playoffs. Just took me out having a big zero there with one of uh, Derwin James not playing. Yep, and huge <laughs> makes a huge difference to their defense and anybody playing them. That is for damn sure. And then uh, if we just go to the other side of the ball, there for the Broncos, Eddie B not practicing, and uh, they're already mentioning that Drew Locke is likely going to be the starter versus the Chargers. Um, Drew Locke is garbage, and Tim Patrick has been added to COVID reserve. That seems like his like his best friend out there. Tim Patrick's was he busted up last year too? So if if Drew Lock was an ice cream flavor, he would be pralings and shit. Yeah, dude, he's terrible. He's so yeah. terrible. Yeah, if Drew Lock was uh, was an ice cream flavor or a Sunday, he would he would be shit on a shingle, man. That's what he'd be. <laughs> Sir Bones a lot in the building. Yeah, Austin said, I'm back, fellas. Man, don't you have a cell phone? I know you said you had to walk the pup. That's all you got to do. Just keep the cell phone on, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. All right, let's get to some 49er news because we got a a couple pieces there. The Shanahanisms says that Jimmy G does have a chance to play. 
this Sunday. I mean, he's got the little chip in his thumb, man. Like, how, how much is that going to hurt handsome Jimmy? I mean, he's handing off the ball more than he's throwing it out there. He's not going deep more often than not. I think this. T- I think they take it all the way down to game day. I th- here's another thing too is that uh when um when Trey Lance before the year started fractured his his finger against the Lions week one we still had him come in and 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 rush a touchdown so I'm I'm just saying this to say that like if Jimmy is able to game manage they're gonna let him play I doubt he plays but like for anybody waiting down Lance you know what I mean. That that's that's a one o'clock game on the West Coast, four o'clock East Coast time. So, you know, you got to be really confident on waiting on him or have like you know, a, a, another pivot. You know what I mean? I really think that he's gonna play. I mean, it's one of those things to where if Lance is really the guy, you really got to put Jimmy on display right now. You you really do. Like, I mean, I agree hundred percent with that. I I know that. I, I mean, injury prone probably isn't a tag. That uh, that a lot of people put on him, but I bet a lot of these teams are like, "Fuck, he can't play through injury. He's always getting hurt every single year. He's getting hurt. Something's happening." I don't think he's ever played one hundred percent of the games that he had a chance to play as the starter. I, I you know, m- the more and more as time passes, I really feel like if he gets traded, it's probably going to be mid season next year, and it's going to be a decision because why is that? That'd be before the before the trade deadline next year because I think that Jimmy's still going to start for us. And I don't think I think this is why we would need to see Lance. You know, what I mean, I mean, showing off Jimmy probably won't be the best if you want to trade him. Showing him off at this point, you know, what I mean, what he put on film this year is pretty good. You know what I mean? He he was one of he's the been, most- he's been putting the team on his back. Like I know he's not playing on defense and shit like that, but I mean. He's game managing the shit out of those games. All the injuries and everything that have occurred yep. throughout the year, going through the Kittle woes when he wasn't there, and then the Mitchell not playing, and the revolving door of running backs. Like, I mean, they're they're starting. They started the year without their number one running back. You know, fucking Raheem Moster was supposed to be the starter on this squad. Yep. Yep. First play of the game. <laughs> That's just some 49er luck right there. Yep. Now, how about for these running backs, though? Elijah Mitchell back at practice, limited at practice, and Shanahan wanted to make sure that said Trey Sherman, Trey Sermon should be good to go this week. Yeah, so that's see, that's that's strange. I think more in, in, in an emergency role, but I think this is also par for the course that if if Mitchell doesn't go, because him him practicing today puts him on track, right? <laughs> But mm-hmm. if he doesn't go, Trey Sermon is going to back up Jeff Wilson. And I, I and I feel like this – I mean, like I said, this is a team that runs the ball like <laughs> times a, as a team. I, everyone can possibly get some work here. It would have hobbled Jimmy. I think the running backs actually take a lightweight hit when it's Trey Lance because, you know, we won't see too many dump-offs because he's going to also take away from the run game himself, you know, rushing it himself. Yeah, and you already know if Trey Lance, I mean, Jimmy still does warrant like people not be people not having to stack the box, or I mean, not being able to stack the box because that play action is vicious. I don't think Lance is going to warrant that same that that same type of respect. Yeah, I mean, Lance, what what Lance will bring is like you know, ex- play extending ability. 
and like and be able to you know have the big arm to go deep down the field on the move you know what i mean throwing rolling out or throwing on the run you know we've seen this already out of him so i i, I could definitely see a lot of design bootlegs a lot of rollouts because this is what shanahan's offense has we you just don't really see too much of it with jimmy because jimmy's you know he's a traditional style qb you know what i mean yes sir yes sir and uh let's see let's get to some other news here so somebody <coughs> a couple people mentioned it in the chat that uh swift no injury designation they already came out and said that he should be good to go for this week um i made the phone call seattle's got a pretty good run d let me see what they've been giving up pretty good as in like you know not the worst because they they the last month it's been bad for them yeah, I mean, if you go for the entire season, they've given up like the 31st amount of points to the running backs. But three out of the last four weeks, minus this past Chicago game, they've been really solid against the running backs. I mean, Rams, Houston, San Fran, you know, but not giving up top 10 numbers um, to the running backs like they like they have been for a bunch. I mean, if you if you think about it, they're still giving up rushing touchdowns every week. You know what I mean? Uh, the past month, except for Sony Michelle, but Sony Michelle put what like ninety on the ground against them. I think he might have even put a hundo. Yeah, right. And then um, obviously Montgomery went ham on them on the ground and through the air, and he yep. you know, and both uh, Cleo Herbert rumbled into the end zone. So I, I'm not afraid of this Seattle defense at all. And even with Jared Goff coming back, at least we know you know he's a check down. And and Williams is is also in play here too. Obviously Craig. Craig uh, uh, Reynolds rap is a is a rap, you know what I mean? Um, fun story for, for that that last month or so, but um, yeah, it was a fun story for that week. That was for sure. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, a, a you know a lot of Swift and Williams, and if and if Swift plays, you play him. Yeah. If you and if on Sunday when he's in your lineup and you see he's playing second fiddle, that'll be because they lied about him being off completely you know ready to go you know antonio antonio just said bogart make the call no swift this week (laughs) i i made the call to have him i need him one thing that i'm gonna say though if you are expecting swift to get 20 plus touches you better tamper those expectations because this isn't going to be the time for the lions to just fucking run him into the ground not after he's gotten healthy like i mean they they need him to stay healthy to finish the season, obviously they want for his confidence is why he's playing more than anything. Crazy Dan Campbell, man. He's been, I've been, listen, he's going to try to run the ball as much as possible. And uh, like I said, Williams is going to be involved too. Maybe they run the ball like, you know, 20, 20 plus times as a team, you know, 10 to 12 of those carries is going to Swift. What we're looking for is that you know the four to five targets he was getting before he got hurt? Because that's where that's where was that was was you know actually giving us a solid floor to play Swift. Oh man, Antonio says I'm versing Swift in the D two in the Dream to Walk League, and I need him to sit. <laughs> hey man, man, you know what I need? I need ten million dollars. But you don't see me in the chat talking about. Hey man, I need ten million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man. And, uh, man, we know Francisco fucking really wants to get Swift back. Hasn't had him for a while. Oh, the showdown of showdowns. See, here's the thing. This is what happened. Swift went down to Mexico, and Francisco gave him some of them good-ass Mexican drugs, bro. Hey, they're like the king pharmaceutical bootleggers, bro. They got it all. Oh, yeah. The be- they have the best duct tape. <laughs> Hell yeah. For a real nice price, too. All right. Let's see. Where else we got? Let's keep uh let's keep leaning down this list. And uh, oh, so so while we're on the Lions, Jared Goff is dealing with a knee injury. So I mean he d- came back off the COVID reserve, but he's dealing with a knee injury that he suffered in AZ. Mm-hmm. So two weeks ago. At this point, I believe, let me go double check. Yeah, two weeks ago. Is he limited in practice? Was limited in practice. I mean, I mean, he's that flooded, uh, at least that, that's what I was led to believe by leaving that he's, he's nursing that knee injury. But if, let me one, go double check. If there's one thing I learned, knee injuries, when they just call it a knee, it's a light knee sprain. And if he wasn't, if he wasn't. He didn't even practice today. Okay, so then now, so with that said, now he might be dealing with like a light MCL sprain because that's like that's instead of saying that most of the time they just say knee knee, knee sprain or knee injury. And in this case, him not practicing tells me that it's probably an MCL. Uh, potentially, we know that he's not going to be doing any running. You know, I mean, really, just standing in the pocket is his forte. So he doesn't need to be too mobile to be out there. That's for sure. Jared Goff, oh man, we I'm, need him. For, we need him for some Amon Ross St. Brown love. I, I'll tell you that much. Hey man, he might be cute. He might be QB proof. I, I'm more worried about the Seattle secondary than anything because that's that's where they've been good. Outside of Cooper Cup this year, they haven't gave too many touchdowns up to receivers at all. And is it because they're giving up so much booty on the ground? Mm-hmm. Well, and you know what it is? It's they're giving up so much booty to the tight end. So they are on the season number nine in uh, giving up points to the wide receivers. I mean, they completely shut down everything on Chicago. And yeah, <laughs> Cooper Cup did his thing. But yeah, you got to go all the way back to week 11 um, for Arizona before you see some uh, a wide receiver core that put up top 12 numbers against mm-hmm. them. And before that, you got to go all the way back to week five against, um, the, against the Rams. Yep. Literally. like the, And then <laughs> the only two games before that, San Fran and Minnesota. So, yeah, mm-hmm. Seattle, they're, they're not that team to be fucking with as far as, like, your wide receivers go. Tamper yeah. the expectations for sure. And Dummy Lettuce said, what a season it has been. Oh, my God. Fuck yeah, man. You ain't lying, Dummy Lettuce, bro. That is for sure. And he said, any thoughts on Gabe Davis returning? Um, I would rather have Gabe Davis over Cole Beasley at this Love point. Love me some Gabe Davis, man. And for anybody like myself who, who was able to acquire Isaiah McKenzie, you don't want any of those guys to play. So McKenzie can be a thing against Atlanta because Atlanta's trash. Here's, here's another thing. If, if Gabe Davis does play, I'm, he, he better be in the practice today because he still not, hasn't been removed. So like I I just I fact I, I'm just factoring them out all together. Well, according to Ronald in here, he said that they have been um that they I, I didn't see it. He said that he saw that they have been that they returned off of IR. He might have saw what I saw where there was a list of names that were like that were that more than likely gonna come get removed. You know, those those bubble, the bubble players or whatever, the ones who from last week. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because, because I, I mean, un, unvaccinated him and Cole Beasley. So they're still not with on that within the 10 day. So that's why they had to be on there because they fall into that category. There's also part of the protocol. You have to be honest about your symptoms. And then, and then there still has to be a team doctor to be like, yeah, he's not jaws in. But there's, but that's only a checkup. There's no COVID testing anymore after you've already tested positive after the five days. That's the new, it's, it's crazy. That's, that's their new thing right now. Four, four people coming off of positive results. That's why everyone's getting sick. Yeah. I mean, you know what? <laughs> yeah. And Antonio said, is Saquon really benched? I didn't see anything about that. I mean, Tino said Saquon has stage three hurt feelings. <laughs> oh. And then Ronald said on my team, Barkley is benched. Yeah, that's for sure. I, uh, I I haven't heard anything about him being benched, but we, well, how about they, this? They have, no, they have no reason to get him hurt right now. That is for sure. And like, I I mean, he's he's just he hasn't been doing it, man. And here's another thing: Booker, fucking Devonte, fucking Booker, right? I mean, I'd probably rather play him than Nagun Dewale. You know what I mean? Because Devontae Booker, at least these are both guys that probably aren't going to share too much. But like, and but it's like it's like pick your poison, right? You know what I mean? Like I, I already wasn't excited about Saquon with Mike Glennon. You know what I mean? Against the Bears, definitely need to get that drop. That girl is poison. We got to avoid the poison this week. We really got to avoid the poison this week. Oh man. And Ronald, he said, uh, New England rush defense overrated. Their secondary is much better. A lot of false fear in the Goombawale because of that. I, I mean, one of the biggest things. Yeah, man. Listen, we were fully aware of their trash run defense. They give the fantasy running backs have been fine all year against them. Here's what it is. Fuck. I just, okay. I just pulled up the depth chart right now. I said earlier that they were supposed to have four. All right, three linemen out. I see there that they have four linemen with the O next to their name right there. We're talking about and two of their backup fucking tight end, uh, two of their backup linemen yeah. are out too, and, and they have one of their linemen listed to play two positions as a backup. So we're we're talking about a really shit. You'll be out there like this. <laughs> <laughs> Will Richardson Jr. is the backup right guard and backup right tackle. Listen, they got Will. The only one who's scheduled to play is the right tackle as of right now. Bro, I just yeah, heard it's just Will, crazy. I heard Will Richardson Sr.'s coming out, bro. <laughs> That's <laughs> how hurt they are. They got to bring back the senior. They called the Pappy. They called the Pappy. So that that that's something that we just if four out of the five linemen are not there. I don't care who the fuck you have behind there rushing the ball. That is not good for anybody. He and you gotta now, and you got to rookie all that. Now, now take everything you just said and add the fact that they are one of the worst offenses, in, if not the worst, in the league as far as points scored, yardage, yardage gained, every metric possible. They're at the bottom of the league, and, and more importantly, time of possession. Like they barely have the ball because they can't get no third downs. Like this is one. Like this, this is how amazing James Robinson was to actually be able to produce as much as he did. When he did. Yeah. <laughs> Which was very seldom. Yeah. Year. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So I don't know how many people I'm going to be saying start a Goomba Wale with all that. Uh, hey, you I'm, know what? I'm, I'm, I'm almost leaning Boston Scott, you know, on your question right now, Nigel. 
Yeah, give me, give me, give me Boston Scott earlier before I went in the Matrix. I wanted to point this out. I don't think Jordan Howard plays because you got to watch what the coaches do. This week they elevated Keyshawn, uh, what's his name? Carryon Johnson. Yep. They were done. And they need, they, mm -hmm. need, they need another, uh, another running back with a pulse because they're probably not going to play Jordan Howard here. And I'm pretty sure Howard didn't practice today. I'm double check Howard's uh, practice report. Pulling it up now. And yes, he was. Uh, he did not practice. And yeah, they got him listed as the stinger. That that. Why the fuck did they have him play out there? Going to try to kill him out there? No. All right. Uh oh. Bogard's got to go make some moves. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna see if I can beat him up there. If uh, if Boston Scott is in this league. No, he already has him here. Yeah, <laughs> fucker. All right. Let's see. Let's get back to some of this news. <laughs> We're going to get to the questions um, a little bit later um, after we get through all the news, guys. So if you want to get your question answered uh, right away, just make sure you leave it in as a super chat. Make sure you follow Nigel from Serbia's lead. We appreciate you. Beast and mode. For the Chiefs, Travis Kelsey expected to be back today. Uh, we didn't. I didn't hear anything about their practice report yet, but uh, we need it. We need Kelsey back. Everybody who made it to the championship, and if you and if you have Kelsey, we're all hoping that he gets in some good practices today, tomorrow, and Friday. Uh, for the Patriots, we got Ramondre Stevenson back at practice. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, kind of a bad thing for Damian Harris. You know, just uh, makes things a little bit muddier. Mm -hmm. The cards, James Conner is day-to-day, so we like hearing stuff like that, meaning uh, he's more than likely going to play this week. At least uh, that's what we hope, and uh, we really hope that he gets uh, he gets in the end zone again. There's a lot of injuries out there, and he was someone that we could count on for a while, um, so he did not, did not practice today um, with, uh, with the heel injury. And Nigel said Bogart enters the matrix when we talk about the Philly backfield. <laughs> There's certain teams that just kill his internet connection, and uh, the Eagles must be one of them. That's how shitty their backfield is. <laughs> and good job, ZP, grabbing Boston Scott. Everybody grab Boston Scott if uh, you are in the championship. We need all those random running backs that are going to be starting and uh you know then we get to pick and choose who we're uh, going to play and who are going to throw back to the wolves cheers all right. cheers brother all right for the bears justin fields back at practice today um i mean a whole lot of nothing i mean it is what it is. I mean, if you really need Justin Fields to play on your team, you're probably going to be playing him. But uh, not a quarterback that's going to have the waste talented talent wasted in the NFL because he got screwed by not getting stuck behind a really good quarterback to teach him how to play in the NFL. Yeah, that's what happens when you're a first round quarterback these days. Not not too many uh, get the luxury of sitting for a year behind someone decent. All right, for the Texans, Brandon Cooks is back off of COVID reserve. He's someone who I, I really wouldn't hesitate to fire up, like, at all. But he gets in some practices this week going up against the 49ers. 49ers fucking um, secondary is just so trash. Oh, yeah, we got we got to fire up Brandon Cooks. Let's sure. see. 
For the Ravens, Lamar Jackson is expected to be back at practice today. I'm going to go see if uh, their practice, their injury report is official <coughs> for today yet. And, it's uh, it's- limited, limited practice today for Lamar Jackson. He was out there. Was is Huntley playing or is Huntley uh practicing? Huntley's still, Huntley's still on COVID. Okay. He's still on the COVID reserve. And oh, for everybody who did not watch earlier in the week, um Carson Wentz is out. <coughs> and uh Sam how do you say it? Ellinger? Ellinger, yep. whatever whatever yep. the fuck your name is, That's is expected it. to start this week for the Colts. I don't know if I'm taking a chance on uh, on Pittman um, this week. It's uh, very nervous. Very nervous about that. What? Oh. And last piece of news here. Well, at least last that I have uh, written down here. And uh, we'll see if there's any other ones that are on my phone. Um, <coughs> Elijah Moore, 50-50. For Sunday's game, I didn't think there was a chance that he was going to be playing, you know, at all. But uh, they say he's a 50-50 for this week. I'm not fucking with it, though, coming off the quad injury. I I would not play him in my championship coming off a quad injury. And all these injuries, shit's crazy. Oh, yeah. It is uh, is never stopping. Week 17, man, these guys have been in 16 or uh, 15 car crashes at this point. That's a lot. That's a lot. Multiple car crashes if you're running back. <clears throat> Hell yeah. Multiple car crashes every day. All right, let's see. Let's see. Let me go through uh, this news to see if there's anything else worth mentioning. Um, For the Vikings, um, another did not practice was Harrison Smith. Harrison Smith doesn't play. I mean, that, that's a huge blow to their defense. I don't believe he played this past week. He played. Uh, oh, no, he didn't play last week. You're right. I think it was two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks played. ago. I know because he put up 36 on me and kept me out of the fucking dance. Big he time. That interception. Big time. He's a savage. And uh, Jalen Hurts limited at practice uh, with his ankle injury. He's going to play. Yeah, it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. I'm not worried about that. Uh, Tyron Smith actually got out there and had a limited practice. Demarcus Lawrence was limited as well. But, um, I mean, anyone who has Zeke or Pollard or Dak or whatever, like Tyron Smith is fucking huge. They need to get his big ass back. So, hopefully, he is on the right track of actually getting back to play. You know, part part of it wasn't just injury. Part of it, a lot of because he tried to fake that, he tried to pay that guy. You remember that? Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, it was something that happened like that came out in the beginning of the year that he was trying to pay. He tried to pay somebody. Uh uh uh. Try to pay the drug test, motherfucker. Oh. Yeah, I forget the story, but it's funny, man. You know what I mean? And of course, Uncle Jerry, you know, he kept that pretty quiet. You know what I mean? You already know. You already know how they're gonna keep it. If going. heads gotta roll, they will. Uncle Jerry ain't playing. Uncle Jerry's a, he's a mass murderer, bro. <laughs> and a master of sweeping things under the rug. Oh, it must yeah. be steel or cologne or underwear, you know, from a story. Then you can't sweep that under the rug. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Let's see. I'm going to go back and get some questions. Anyone who left a question in here, uh, make sure. Go ahead and leave it again unless you left it in the last couple minutes. I'm going to go through. 
here. Where we at? Where we at? And uh, Antonio said, am I crazy to sit Barkley for Gage or Kirk? Hell no, I don't think that's crazy. Barkley's been bad. That's just crazy. <clears throat> Is that injury, like him coming back from all these injuries, like link, like hinging his like talent or what? Or is it just the team that's I mean, hinging talent? I mean, shit, their, their QB sucks. Their mm-hmm. line sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, their defense sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, literally, like, he's the only talented guy on that team. Maybe, maybe mentally he's not in it. You know, like, that's another thing, too. Like, when everyone just sucks around you, you yeah, know, like, could just be going through the motions. You know, they, they actually cut me from their practice squad. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> and uh, what up? Trey said, 16-team league. If Wentz doesn't play, Wentz isn't playing. Uh, should I start Heineke versus the Eagles? Goff versus Seattle. Taysom Hill versus Carolina. No one else worth no one else worth mentioning out there. So Taysom Hill actually got activated off the COVID reserve. That's who I'm leaning as of now versus Carolina because like half of their fucking defense is out on COVID right now. And Stefan Gilmar, who's not out on COVID, um, is unlikely to play this week. So yeah, I'm leaning Taysom out of all these. Yeah, at least he's gonna be able to run. Yeah, I mean, keep that safe floor. Mm-hmm. All well, right. Shit, when he was even injured, he just fucking he he <coughs> he, he fucking crushed it when he had what did he fuck up his thumb or some shit? And they just ran. He's like, all right, I'm just gonna run the whole time. Yep. <laughs> and has said New England defense gonna eat. Oh yeah, they are, bro. Oh yeah. I, I mean, for everyone who was like considering dropping them, I told them this is the week that you're holding them for. Like literally is, versus the is Jets. Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. a rookie? Uh, no. What what do you got? I mean, no, no, it, no. It, just like you know, just in the vacuum. He's a rookie, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Rookie, yeah. Belichick is like a hundred and a hundred to three against rookies. I, I mean, I'm exaggerating, but. Yeah, he destroys rookies, bro. Judge Davis Mills Lane, I think, was the only one to put up like over 200 yards or whatever he did. Because you know why? He was out there yelling, let's get it on. (laughs) (laughs) He was out there in claymation. He got slapped so many times that he was watching claymation out there. Hell yeah. (laughs) Dummy Lettuce says, Boston Scott or Rex Burkhead? Give me Boston Scott. I'm leaning Scott as well. You know, um, it's funny because if you look at Washington's run defense, like in its entirety, it might not look like they're bad on paper, but it's because people just throw the ball on them. When people run on them, they're successful, including this this Eagles team two weeks ago that they put up what I think close to 200 yards on the ground on them. I can't even remember the exact numbers, but four out of the last six games. I mean, they've given up top 12 performances to the running backs. Mm -hmm. Just running in general, too, because Jalen Hurts went absolutely crazy on them, too. You know what I mean? Yep. So, yeah, that's where I'm leaning as well. I'm not going to be check, uh, chasing those Rex Burkhead points. That is for sure. Yeah, I think I only chase Rex Burkhead points when they're at home. Listen, and, and playing ass teams like the Chargers against the run. Yeah, and, like, you know, for the for anyone that's, that, that dares to throw sexy Rexy out there, I bid you adieu. Godspeed. And, you, you know, we're going to need the receptions. He probably will get a few. So I think he has like a 10-point floor in PPR. But I, it's going to be really hard for him to get into the end zone. The way you attack the Niners is 
through our secondary. So, you know what I mean? I expect the receivers to have like a decent game. We should see Brandon Cooks get lifted off the COVID list with the new protocol. Yeah, he already has been. That was one of the ones when you were in the Matrix. Yeah. Uh, man, but here's the question. When am I not in the Matrix? <laughs> you don't want to be in the Matrix. Are that, is, all, that is a trick question. Aren't we all in the Matrix? <laughs> program uh, let's see ronald said they started the year with howard on the practice squad and have zero issues trusting him yep <laughs> yeah because howard here's the thing howard has proof in the pudding he has thousand yard seasons he's and, and for this organization with the bears Fuck. with two regimes two different regimes he's been a nice plug and play for them yep but he's hurt right now it's the second time of the year he's had a stinger and when you when you promote carry on Johnson to the practice squad. That tells me, because this is a team that always has three active running backs. You can't have two if you don't have, I mean, you can't have three if you only have two. So that, you know what I mean? Because they're only going to have Kenneth Gainwell and Scott. And I like that. Yeah. Live in sports talk with Jake. What up, bro? He said fire cooks over a Monroe St. Brown. I like that. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I, I would be willing to, I mean, that that's just how bad the 49ers are against the, against the outside receivers. Here, here's, one, here's one thing I want to say. You can't find me a, an Amon Ross St. Brown game where he balled out with Swift in the lineup. Right, because it never or, happened. Because Yeah, he was the concentration of volume. We love that. I think they even, they're even toying with the idea of bringing – did we get any TJ Hawkinson news? Because I heard he might be back or it's a possibility. What? I thought he was done for the season. Oh, yeah, surgery that he had. It's an ending hand. That's right. Okay. I just like how consistent uh, Cooks has been. Hey, He's listen, consistently been up. Cooks is quarterback proof. Hell yeah. Yeah, I agree 100% with that. You know why you can say that now? Because before, the knock on him was like, well, he had Breeze and then Brady and then then he had Jared Goff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He had Watson and like, and everyone was shitting on him with Watson and he balled with Watson and then here comes the judge, bro. The judge and Tyron Taylor. Taylor yeah, he's yeah. He, Taylor too. Yeah, Cooks is Cooks is definitely QB proof. Not matchup. Paid. Their team is not matchup proof. He needs to get paid. He needs to get paid. Yeah, I mean, he keeps getting passed around like some cigarettes in prison, man. Like that's what sucks. Like hard to get paid. People just want to get rid of him because they know. They know he's worth the money, but they don't want to lowball. They know him that he's been ravaged already. That's what it. I'll say it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. He he almost got to the point in his career. He almost got Jordan Reeded, right? Where like he had too many, damn close. Yeah, too many concussions. Where it was like it was a. It's a big deal. With that that's what gets in the way of him signing. You know, some kind of big bag. He has that. He has that. At that. Uh, shout out to Guccini JD. They they call him El Concusto. You know what I mean? Sure. I mean, you know, small receiver. One, one of those small receivers who isn't a prototypical, you know, 6'5 guy and getting smacked in the head a lot. And ZP said, I really need Wilson Jr. to start again. I, we talked about Elijah Mitchell, how he's limited in practice. We got, we got okay. to go on the limb and say something. If Elijah Mitchell does play, and, he, and, and, and and first of all, if he's limited all week, he's going to be a game-time decision. If for some way he's off the, the injury report Friday, then I'm worried about Jeff Wilson. If Mitchell plays, 
Wilson's still a 10 to 12 touch guy, which is a low end flex, but it's still a guy that I would play over, you know, um, probably a, 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 a what's his name? A Gundawale. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, NASCAR Fantasy Live, what up? Says, does Jair Alexander play this week? They're making it sound like he is. He was activated, but should we play him in IDP? Now, I don't know if I'm going to be playing him in IDP, though. I mean, they're going up against the Vikings. He should be covering Justin Jefferson. That's the only thing that would warrant me to want to play him. He's going to be going up against one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Hopefully, Jefferson can get enough separation to where he comes down with 10 receptions and Jair Alexander gets like 10 tackles, you know, out of it or something. Yeah. Because here, here's the flip side of that. If they're going, if they try to go to him and they're unsuccessful, they can just go to a ton of KJ Osborne because then, then Jair Alexander just takes away Jefferson, which is probably not going to happen because Clint Kubiak came out and said, we need to target Jefferson more. And this was like two weeks ago and they, they've actually, you know, held their word. You know what I mean? But, um, I, I those the top end corners I kind of don't like them in IDP. They're not really getting too many targets. Like Hustle said, you're going to need them to get the catches so they can get the tackles. You know what I mean? And Jair Alexander is usually one of those guys who he's he's blanketing the wide receivers so much that they want to try. You know, take, takes a couple targets away from whoever he's tar- um, covering. Either way, I believe I made the phone call because I'm in a, I'm in a, a I'm going to be in a dog fight. And, and against Jefferson and one of my joints, I'm like, you know, we need Jair back. <laughs> and Jair is, I mean, he's one of the people who follows. Like, he will be, if he plays, he's going to be on Justin Jefferson 100% of the game, no matter he's, where Jefferson lines up. Shadow, he's definitely going to shadow him. And he's not one of those crazy Peter Pan shadows that does his own thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, he sticks to the script. That's for sure. Jair Alexander, I, I mean, I, I, I know for a fact he's, he's a top five cornerback. In the league, like in even league, coming off of an injury, hundred percent healthy. I mean, he could he could damn near be the best Q okay. cornerback in the league. Okay. How about this? If you need if if you needed him back, maybe they would have rushed him back. The fact that they didn't need him, they let him get all the way right. If he plays, he's on the field like eighty percent of the time, if not more. You know who's not back because he's not right is Bakhtiari, right? Yep. And you would definitely agree that you need you need the guy who's responsible for a lot of Rogers protection. You know what I mean? But he's not right. This is a smart organization. Yeah. They're, 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 maybe they've been smart about injuries. They're definitely not smart okay. with the way they handle their QB. Their, their QBs. We're filling in the blank because it was there was they've been smart with injuries. <laughs> How about Aaron Jones? Is there any status on him? I know, like we need to be monitoring him as well. Just thinking out loud i'm gonna pull up their uh i'm gonna pull up their injury report to see i didn't see anything about it uh limited in practice with the knee issue okay so he's gonna play yep Mm -hmm. ah nigel good looking on the super chat bro he said the peter pan shadow made my day (laughs) yeah (laughs) bogart with the isms hey bro i got all kind of isms (laughs) the earth is my turf but not neverland (laughs) <laughs> I escaped that place once. I'm never going back. <laughs> I like, I like that. Just sounded wrong because it's like you have the Michael Jackson Neverland. <laughs> never going back there. I'm never going back. <laughs> what up, TJ? What's going on, bro? He said, Justin, what do you think about the Vikings signing Kyle? How do you say that? Sloter. I loved him when he was previously here. 
Yeah, he was just a preseason like guy for us, but you know what? Anything like Sean Mannion's out in COVID, I think, like something like that, or um, I could tell by the way he's answering. Kyle Sloter's a bum. Yeah, <laughs> I've never heard that name in the history of ever until now. Me neither. And Sounds you- like Ricky Schroeder, some undercover concert promoter. You know who Christian Ponder is? <laughs> hey, do you know yeah. who Christian Ponder is? Yeah, ponder, ponder the thought. Yeah. What, yeah. what about him? Ponder's- I'm just saying, like, these are just Vikings quarterbacks like nobody even remembers. Oh. Christian Ponder, he... His wife's more successful than he is. Christian Ponder made made way for the legend of Teddy Roosevelt. It's <laughs> <laughs> another guy who can turn the ball off to Peterson. Like, here, bro, you do it like this. Yeah. I hope the Vikings draft a quarterback this year. Just There's a couple of guys that would be, I think, okay in the system. Matt Corral. And, Antonio said, Bogart for the Giants QB. Let's wish it into existence. Hey, man. Let's make, let's make the I call. Have, I have my hairlines intact, unlike Mike Glennon. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like you only have one neck over there compared yeah. to Glennon's like five necks. I mean, you know, I think Mike Glennon all his life, he's been searching for his long lost estranged aunt, Celine <laughs> <laughs> The long neck lady. If they were dinosaurs, they were definitely those brontosauruses, you know what I mean? You remember that Cat Williams stand up where they were talking about little loose neck Richardson? Like that's like Mike, that's like Mike Glennon's estranged cousin right there. He's the exact opposite of little right. loose neck. They're, they're on the same line, opposite ends. As a matter of fact, in superhero movies, they're arch enemies, bro. Oh yeah, it's like loose neck is like Danny DeVito, and then uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is like uh, Mike Glennon, at least for. You know the terms of this, uh, the, this twins term that I'm trying to we'll allow it. Existence. We'll allow it. Nigel said Saquon did not practice. Yes, Saquon did not practice. If Booker's the starter, you like him over <coughs> over Boston Scott? No, not versus the <coughs> not versus the Bears. Yeah, he only put up like ten points, I think, last week. Who Boston Scott? No, oh, Booker yeah. did. Booker did. Yeah, but see, up ten points with Barkley in the game. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on the limb and say this is like I probably would rather play Devonte Booker T over the likes of um, the Booker. The last, the last couple games that Booker played with 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 uh, Saquon out, he was actually a, a he's really good. good running back. He was scoring at like uh, eighteen plus points. Yes, he's good. But see, some of those games were Danny Dimes where Danny Dimes actually did check the ball down to him a few times. You know, if Glenn, if Glennon could do that, then then cool. Because the volume is, is you know, there's one thing about fantasy. It's, it's, sometimes it don't matter about the talent. It's about the volume they're about to get versus the matchup. This, uh, even, it's about to be some ugly volume versus the yeah, Bears. Let me tell you. Here's the thing. Even with uh, Hakeem, uh, Hakeem Hicks in the lineup, one of the best run stoppers, they've still been giving up pr- some pretty good amount of, of yards on the ground this past two weeks. You know what I mean? Because, you know, we can go like season long right now. I'm looking at like the past two to four weeks. I don't think Rashad Penny's great at all. He put he put up numbers on them. You know what I mean? So I'm saying if I, if I had a choice between Booker T or the, the Goon Duwable, the, the goon, the kid. Or my, my fucking sexy Rexy, I would put in the order Booker T, 
Sexy Rexy, then the goon. We'll throw in Boston Scott because that's what Nigel Boston asked. Scott, Boston Scott above all of them. Because I don't think Jordan Howard plays. Yeah, if Jordan Howard doesn't play, I mean that that just puts Boston Scott and, like way above because Jordan Howard's like the red zone fucking the, the red Eagles, zone vulture that they love throwing him in there in the red zone packages. The Eagles are running the ball at minimum 30 times a game the past four weeks. Go, let, let's go. I'm gonna go fact check that. Let, let's go see. As a team. That is a good stat. You got to remember, Jalen Hurts is running the ball too. So as oh a, yeah 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 that counts as a team, they running the ball average thirty times. That's thirty opportunities. I like with a defense that's that's showing up because that goes hand in hand with a run game. And well, at least the last game that I saw, they were on thirty, and then fuck took me all the way back. Let's see. How about the game before that? Yeah, well over thirty there. Remember, I'm, I'm remember my 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 last in this past week. I'm I'm only looking at the last two to four weeks. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm 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 looking three weeks back to yeah. see and uh, and yeah, of course, three weeks ago they played the Jets. Like, fuck, like Miles Sanders got twenty four by himself that week. That week, and then Gainwell had twelve. So yeah, within the last um the last this past week was the least amount that they'd run the ball at least in the last three weeks. And that was 30 on but, the dot. But their average is well is well over 30 then. So oh, I, yeah. Got to be I, over 30. I like this a lot. I like it a lot. A lot. Mr. Yang says Swift or St. Brown full PPR. I, I'm leaning the volume. I'm going Swift. Yeah, give me Swifty McVay coming out of Detroit. Woo-woo. 12. Jake, what up, Jake? Said PPR. I'm starting Najee and Montgomery. Flex Javante Swift or Zeke uh, semifinal game week 18 league. Oh, man. One of those leagues, huh? Okay. This is crazy, bro. I'm going to go Swift over Javante even. Fuck. I'm going Javante versus the Chargers, man. Chargers have been so fucking ass. Like, yeah, here's, here's another thing. Here, here's why I say this. I like, I, you know, I, 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 I put too much, I put too much into the revenge narrative basket. So, you know what I mean? Because I like Melvin Gordon in there, right? But also Drew Locke, if he can't keep them in the game, they abandon the run, and it's just and then it's just suicide trying to throw the ball. That's with, a really good thought right there. I like that. Say, that. say that again. Because of because of Drew Locke being the starter, you've seen the run numbers drop. Because when you can't run when you can't run the ball with Drew Locke, get third downs. You're gonna have to, you're gonna be playing from behind, and you're gonna end up throwing the ball a lot. When you look at all the games where Javante and Melvin Gordon both ate, the game flow was in their favor, or they won the games. You know so they mean? and I mean, I mean you, but, but maybe so, it's just Drew Locke. Maybe it's not even maybe it's Drew maybe it has nothing to do with the score because they were fucking winning until the third quarter, and they still didn't fucking run the ball. Yeah, but I mean, but at least they were they were moving. They were able to get. Here's the thing with that game: defense had a couple turnovers that gave them some short fields, able them to get them field goal. And a, a, a go ahead Javante touchdown. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Because they looked at they were winning uh, thirteen to seven at halftime. That was how ugly that first half was. For, for yeah. that's how ugly the whole game was. It was he, fucking he needed, thirteen to seventeen to I'm finish. Saying, the game. That's, that's where their that's that's where their only production came from was on defensive turnarounds, giving them a short field to get get some scores on the board. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it, and it, uh, I'm still leaning there, but yeah, fucking Drew Locke, man. He makes everything worse. He's fucking terrible. If Drew Locke was an ice cream flavor, right, he would be... Vanilla. No. Nah, you know, Alex... That's too, that's too good for him. Alex Smith is vanilla. Very, very true. Alex Smith is the guy, he goes into Baskin-Robbins, 30 fucking... 38 million flavors, and he's like, hmm, vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> That's Alex Smith. Listen, we're not even like a strawberry. Fox, not even ice cream, bro. Fuck that. Yeah, he's not. He's not even that cool. Like, man, he's some fucking like bargain basement, like sugar-free yogurt or something that nobody fucking. Nah, he's wants. that fucking. He's that that shit that kids think is cool. You know, the the astronaut ice cream, and you <laughs> eat that shit. And you're like, this is flavored styrofoam, bro. Fuck that, motherfucker. <laughs> Man, that shit is good. Don't lie. <laughs> Especially the banana split flavor. I fucking love it. When I used to when I when I worked up, when I worked at McDonald's and they used to have dipping dots, I was steadily jacking a cup of those every single day. That's yeah, <laughs> the shit, bro. Don't be hating on Chandler. Oh shit! Look, Chandler's giving uh, Boston Scott Free his own nickname here. He says Boston Scott Free or AJ Dillon. Do not listen to Justin. We are going Boston Scott Free. Okay, listen. If some this is this one's easy. It's Boston Scott Free. But if 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 um some way there's a, a DMP, a do not practice for Aaron Jones on Friday, AJ Dillon's a smash. If it if Aaron Jones gets a DNP anytime throughout the week, then AJ Dillon's a smash. Because he was, already, I, he was limited today. I didn't think. Honestly, Aaron Jones, I didn't think he would practice this week. I because you know he's his in his career, he's suffered several sprained MCLs on the same yeah. and he did again this year. So when you know I was kind of crossing my fingers that me and JC Money could have some AJ Dillon action on Sun on a Sunday night, just like last year in the Super Bowl against the Titans. You know what I mean? I'm so glad that because uh, I, I really thought that we were going to have Thursday and Saturday football this week. I am so glad that week 17 is just like it was in previous years. You know, Sunday and Monday. That's it. That's all we want to see. Yeah, because next now, the, the, the last week of football, there's no Monday night game. You know what I mean? Yeah, like so they, always. Yeah, they kept everything. We, we actually get into Monday night on week 18. We never used to get that. You know what I mean? In week 17. Yeah, week 17. Yep. Hell yeah. Hell to the yeah. yeah. And I, Ronald... Like, like we normally would with the 16-week season, you know what I mean? Yeah, because fuck Thursday night games and fuck Saturday night games in our day. Hey, man, I love it all, man. Give me Tuesday. Give me every day in the Not week. in, hold on. You, you missed the preface of the in the championships. Like, I don't want to have to make decisions on a Thursday. You know, I don't want to have to make a decisions on that a Saturday a morning. Point, man. That's a good That's point. all I mean. Championship week is different. We we got a lot of fucking questions, and we want to make sure we got all the information before we make those starts. And there was a that, then there was like a couple leagues where I lost because I had to make those decisions on Thursday. It wasn't pretty. I'm in eight championships, but I should. But I was in 22 games last week and only made it to eight. Like there was a lot of bullshit that happened last week. You know what's really fun is winning a championship with like really crappy players, like. Like back, like guys that you found on the waiver wire last minute because everyone one, else. I'll say one high. or two crappy players mixed in. Oh, I, I love winning with some badass players. Listen, man. So I'm saying, I'm saying, like there a year I won, I had like like my best receiver at the time was like McLaurin, right? Like, and that was the, his rookie year. And then I had Russell Gage, 
And then um, who was the wide receiver for the Eagles? He's like the third or fourth string guy. Ward. Um, yeah. He was like a, he was also like a quarterback or some shit like that. Ward. Yeah. So those were my receivers, and they all it was, it was it was the reason I played them is because I think Julio was out at the time, and I think Ridley might have been injured, and I think it, like Gages was the, was the guy, and then like uh, Ward was like the second guy on the team, and they just both went off, and like I ended up winning. Like my team scored like over Ward. I think there's something wrong with the Beaver. That's fun when you win with guys that you picked up. Like you're like, all right, I need guys that can fill in this week because I got everyone's dead. This was before COVID, you know. This was just because of injuries. Second take extra back in the building. What up, bro? Says I'm back. And Sam Darnold, the Terminator, is starting too. Hell yeah, bro. Like you made a decision to get your team through and you still fucking won. Hey, that's fantasy football. That's just uh, that, that's normal week, week 15, 16 stuff to me. Now, week 17 for the first year. And Ronald said Javante, Singletary, Carter, Pollard, or Kirk. Pick one. I'm leaning between the first two. As of right now, I'm leaning Javante. Yeah, I think Javante. Let's see. And uh, Austin, what up, bro? Said, sorry, I missed the answer. Lance or Tua or Lamar this week? Lamar plays. I just, I, I think I'm rolling with it, man. I mean, versus the Rams. So off Tua, man. I'm so pissed at him. I mean, Tua's just too blah. No, is he's what it is. Like, seriously, just. He's a he's a field general. That's all he is. Yeah, and I'm not. I would not play Lance in my championship if I got a guy like Lamar. Like, uh, especially we already know he's been resting for a few weeks, limited in Wednesday's practice. Like, if you go back like through the entirety of the season, Lamar usually just didn't even practice Wednesday. So I, I really like the fact that he's practicing. He has he has irritable bowel syndrome, bro. He has IBS. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, man. Some people need to throw up extra before a game. You know, he needs to take some extra shits before a game. Mm-hmm. Shed those Mark LBs. Jackson, he always made weight. Oh yeah, that 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 was that was one of his out, man. That was one of his specialties right there. Hey, and, he's. And a, I I want him back for this game. I I out if he's there. You were kind of in the matrix. Couldn't hear half of what you said. You know why? Because I had vital information and the Matrix didn't want me to deliver it. <laughs> Come on, Lori Dunberg, give us that vital information. It's I only had one chance to say it. <laughs> That's so funny. No, I was I wasn't saying nothing about no, but I, I just I just hope Jackson plays because I think this this game can shoot out a lot. You know what I mean? That that Ravens secondary is gonna give up hell a yard to Stafford and company. You know what I mean? At least that's on paper. I'll say that. That's what we hope. And David said, uh, how do the giants usually do against the run? Uh, ass. Is he? They're number oh, 25. Oh, no, 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 What did you say? Hus? Shitty. No, you said ass. Oh, ass. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what comes out of ass JC money. Let them know. Poo. <laughs> so the, the giants, have only not given up top 12 numbers in four games out of the entire season. So that's how bad they are against the RB. Monty. This is it. This is why you've had Monty this entire time to go up against the Giants. Like, just for this week. I'm going to be honest, bro. I love Monty Burns, bro. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know why we call Monty Burns? Because when he does fly shit, you say, excellent, right? But (laughs) 
every now and then he's gonna burn the motherfucker. Mm. I hope this is not one of them weeks, but this is one of those times you don't even ponder it. You smash play. Do he's not Christian beauty. Do not Christian beauty. Do not Christian ponder that. No. Throw Monty in your starting lineup. He is a back end beauty, back of the season beauty. And TJ, he said, uh, Bogart the dart sounds better than Danny Pesos. That's for damn sure. <laughs> hey, listen, Danny Pesos owes me money, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Antonio said, Bogart, if you start, get Saquon uh, the rock a lot. Listen, man, I, I follow the game plan. <laughs> the universe tells me what to do. <laughs> And Antonio says Saturday night games are the best. Get super drunk and watch football. Yeah, but not for, I mean, fantasy football wise, I just, I would rather have it all be on Sunday. I, I just don't like making the early decisions if I don't have to. Not in the championship week. Every other week we do, we got to do, but championship week is just different. We're putting it all on the line. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Last game of the year. Can't hold anything back now. Can't hold anything back now. <laughs> All right, and uh, Austin said, I'm officially um, the all-injured team. Henry, Dobbins, Carson, Mostert, Hawk, and J-Rob. Yeah, that sucks, bro. Oh, but uh, I forgot uh, earlier you mentioned he said uh, he got his camera in, so as soon as he's off the vid, he's going to be making some appearances. Yeah, Austin. We're going to need those hockey lineups, bro. We're going to need the injury news on these players. You already yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, shout out to Austin. <laughs> And uh, James Martin, what up, bro? <clears throat> James Martin, what up, bro? Said start two. Saquon, Mixon, Kareem Hunt, or Michelle? And supposedly Kareem Hunt is supposed to be getting back this week. Give me Mixon and Michelle. That's where I'm leaning as of right now. I got to hear more news about Kareem Hunt before I'm going to get him up in the mix. I do, I do love Kareem Hunt against the 31st ranked rush defense in Pittsburgh on a Monday night. But he is he even what's the status? I know he was removed off the COVID last and, is he there is no there is no status. It's Wednesday. So we're not gonna hear shit exactly. until tomorrow. But they play on the Monday, so tomorrow is their Wednesday. Yeah, I'm I'm going with volume and they're both great. Give me Sergio Mixlot and Sony PlayStation. Because yeah. I don't think Cam comes in and fucking gets I, – I don't even think he touch, he gets 15 touches. Like, I mean, maybe he'll get, you know, in the six to nine range. Yep, somewhere. that's where I'm at. I said – I said – And fuck Darrell Henderson. Hey, man. Don't <laughs> – Fuck don't, him. Don't, don't, don't disrespect my man, Darrell Oh, man, dude. He did no. nothing wrong. If you guys were watching me all preseason, he was one of the guys you just kind of leapfrogged over anyways. Well, see, here's the thing. I was on the opposite. If you, you know, I was getting all the Daryl Hendersons, and like, I felt like I was, I hit it on the head, but for the most part, because even when they they traded for Sony Michelle, they still continued. I mean, they still continued like they had Cam Akers. They they were giving Daryl Henderson ninety percent of the touches, and in the past two weeks with Daryl Henderson not looking right, and I kept saying the past for the past month, I don't know why they don't just put him on IR. So here we are. You got Cam Akers. Probably six to nine touches. Hit the crap. 69, dudes. <laughs> and Antonio said, I feel you, Austin. Every team, uh, every year my team is where the players come to die. Oh. You need well, to change your team name then, bro. <laughs> the or, Reaper. Or you got to come here and let us know 
a, give us a screenshot of who you draft every year. Yeah, we got to know, Antonio. The fantasy reaper is real, bro. Yeah, it is. You get it. Like, like it was me this year, too. It happened to me this year, too. It sucked. I need to get that drop from uh, Bill and Ted's bogus journey. Hey, Ted, don't fear the reaper. <laughs> Dude, those movies are so good. Chandler said, Bogey, you got to wear the Neo glasses for an episode. Uh, those are kind of fly, though. Oh, yeah. Like the Morpheus yeah. ones, they just clip onto your nose. Ooh, those are pimping. Mm. <laughs> We're going to need to have an all Matrix episode, but not the new one like JC Money Design. Like I liked it, man. Don't go back to the original. Hey, you cannot hate on a movie until you watch it. Yeah, I can. I can hate on it real easily because no, Keanu Reeves is hating on it. Keanu Reeves, the main actor, is hating on it. Pretty much saying, uh, "Save your, save your money." I'll, I'll listen. Okay, he's got some integrity. Save your money. I can watch it for free. <laughs> I want to say, I love Keanu Reeves movies, and in recent history, in the past, in the past year, I saw this one on Netflix. This is fucking incredibly. A nightmare movie. So it's really good, but it's such a nightmare. It's called Knock Knock. Just go Who's out there. And watch it. Have y'all seen that? No. Just Never to, heard of it. Just to give you the quick synopsis, he, he's a married Keanu Reeves, a married man. He's an architect. He's hella eccentric. His wife is an artist, hella just a, a famous artist, does sculptures, paintings, all the shit. He has they have kids. They go away for the weekend. He's working on an architect, like a blueprint, because he's a fucking architect, and they're balling. And, and it's raining outside, and they're living in fucking the Hollywood Hills, and he hears a knock at the door, and it's two bad bitches drenched in water, drenched in the rain, and they need, they claim they're looking for a party, and they have a fucking, their cell phone, and they're like, oh, we, you know, my cell phone's dead, blah, 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 we just need to call, you know, our Uber drops off, we just need to call the party. He lets them in. They end up seducing him, f- fucking him, and then they reveal that they're youngsters and they torture him like shit. It's fucking an insane movie, only to find out that they were lying about their age. <laughs> they were they lying are, about being underage. They aren't underage, but they just they fucking wrecked his whole house. This doesn't sound like a role for Keanu Reeves. He's the guy who like you, who won't you, even you touch. He won't even he touch people when he takes pictures with them. I think you I've seen this movie. I don't know. Sounds familiar. You need to watch this movie, bro. He was like, they were, because the whole thing was like, oh, look at you. You're a piece of shit. You have a family and you're just going to fuck some bitches that knock on your door and we're youngsters and this and that. And he's like, it was free pizza. It's like free pizza. Who says no to free pizza? Yeah, for sure. Chandler says that movie sounds trash. <laughs> Listen, it's just, a nightmare. How much synopsis is not selling me on it? Let me tell Listen, you that. I told you it was a nightmare. You don't want two bad bitches knocking at your door and it's like a dream come true and you're having this threesome and then they just torture you, bro. That sounds terrible. But now you already revealed that they're not under that they're not underage. So the whole matter. movie hoax anyway. No one answered the point of the story is no one answered the door. <laughs> Never answer the door. Haven't you listened? You ever get left alone when you were a kid and your parents are like, don't answer the door, nobody in, nobody out. Come on. But what, no. well, what if it was free pizza? That, the- that, that sounds way too good to be true. No one's ever came up to my house offering me free pizza. It sounds like a free gun on the other side of that door. Mm-hmm. They fucked. They fucked his whole life up, bro. 
I believe it. I believe it. Oh, man. Yeah, that doesn't even sound like something I'd want to watch. I'd be pissed off the whole time. <laughs> yeah, you should watch it. <laughs> Chase, what up, bro? Bears, Browns, or the Colts? Give me the Bears. Yeah, versus the Giants. I mean, yeah, lean on that matchup. Like, fuck. Look it up. <laughs> I want to say. Home, love a good home defense, too. Oh, the Giants, uh, five out of their last last six games have given up top 12 performances to team defense. Um, <laughs> the third overall to Dallas, fourth to Philly. Yeah, you're, you're, you're rocking the Bears out of all these. You think Mike Glennon comes through on a revenge narrative? He's like, y'all chose Trubisky over me. <laughs> if he comes out doing uh, one of those, uh, then I'm then I might take him a little serious. <laughs> he comes out with the big old neck cracks, maybe. If he comes out with his head shaved, I'm gonna be like, damn, I respect him because everybody knows you're going bald, bro. Don't <laughs> fuck around. Antonio said, I really want to do that Vegas draft next year with you, me, and Bogart, JC, and use uh, use my tip money to get there. Well, we, we know you get a lot of good tips, so save that money. Save that money because uh, this is not – when we take this Vegas trip, this is not going to be a trip for people who are nickel and diamond. Like, let me just no. tell you that. Fuck no. And probably going to be on some good designer drugs. I love Molly. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> are we – but I, well, I've, but, never, I've never done that, but I've listen, done X. So we've already talked. We've already talked about we're, we're talking some kind of Vegas, you know, penthouse for like a, at least a night or two. Cause uh, who knows how long I mean, the way that I want to do it, I don't even know if I could afford more than two nights out there. But we're, we're talking a big ass Vegas suite, poolside fucking draft. You know, it, it, it's going to be insane. Oh, yeah. So Make we're. Some savage. The, the only the savages need apply for something like this. When, when, when's your birthday, JC Money? You got a summer birthday? Yeah, I'm. Uh, uh, I'm born on uh, the summer solstice, June twenty first, longest day of the year. You see how I knew that? That's why he. That's why he thrives on going. He's like, I gotta go where it's cold. <laughs> He's like, well, fuck that. I don't want to be here. No, I'm just saying because you know if, if your birthday is around that time, we could do that, bro. Like, be like, you know what I mean? Give me a re- give us a reason to get out there and we will get a draft going. I'm definitely not doing a Vegas draft in July. We're we're pushing that till August. Okay. <laughs> now I I'm not I'm not doing it this year. I'm not doing any redrafts in July. Fuck that. Man, you know what's crazy is that like I'm trying. You know, I might be in the moving process, man. So I'm hoping I'm nice and settled because like so. I how about this to make a long story longer? I got, my girl signed my permission slip. Or something like this. Oh yeah, two two day. You know, maybe a three day, two night trip. You know, something like that. Real quick, in and out. The old in and out. Yes, on Molly <laughs> and others. Antonio is at WWF one. Cook, Henry, Carter, Blake, Martinez off the top of my head. <coughs> and for you, to, <coughs> for you to still make it all the way to the semifinals. Only to lose to the number six seed like myself. Um, props to you, bro. <laughs> and because you're still you're still in it, man. We're still in it. Luckily, WWF won. Um, it's uh so me versus Antonio in the in the side pot championship, you know, our weekly belt holder championship. So it, it is nice. I'm playing for the actual championship and all the marbles, and then me and Antonio are gonna be duking it out. In the uh, in the side pot for all the uh, for all those WWE belts. Stu, I'm, I'm interrupting the match. 
<laughs> Stu, what up, bro? Said waited 45 minutes on a ride to get home, walk the pup, and the three amigos still on. We got you, bro. We got you. We we never leave the Matrix. And Anto- uh, and Stu said, Antonio, congrats on the on the Dream to Walk League. Antonio versus Francisco. It is going to be a showdown. There's not too many leagues where uh, money's not involved for third place that I actually care about it. You are going down, Stu. Me and Stu for third place in the Dream to Walk. This is one I'm definitely, um, yeah, we're going to be checking all the waiver wires. We're going to be looking for all the sleepers. You are going down, Stu. And let's see who we got. Jack Jason made it to the chip, boys. Let's go. And uh, said we go and Gage or Patterson. I'm going Colter. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going Listen, man, you can't. You want to hear my my corduroy synapsis of the past four weeks? They're using him like an early down back. Yeah, he's one and two, first and second carries, and then third down he's off the field. That sucks. Hell yeah, it does. This happened all of a sudden the past four weeks. They want they they oh they didn't like the whole entire league talking about corduroys that t- entire offense and this and that. I they probably didn't like that. And that's why the Falcons fucking suck. You're listening to other people. I'm saying, like, he's only getting first and second. If he didn't get the touchdown last week, bro, it's ass. Uh-oh, I think he sold Ronald with the molly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Hess said, uh, I met Keanu Reeves while watching Bram's, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. Nice. He was in the movie and he was in the theater. That shit's dope. Yeah, shit happens like that. Hey, bro, I would have been. Listen, I would have been terrified, bro. I would have been yeah, like, "Oh super, my god, it's him! He's the vampire! vampire at the end, bro." He said he was. Uh, uh, has said he was twelve or thirteen at the time. That's pretty dope. So he was actually really pretty nice. Yeah. Like, he seems like a like super every, genuine person. Like he's super everybody. Cool. He was the one who fucking. So he saw someone get purse snatched in front of him. And he chased that motherfucker down. Hey, he bro, went full neo on him, and the guy gave it up. So Keanu Reeves is chasing me for this purse. All right, I'll give it back. <laughs> That's the motherfucker that didn't jump off the bus when there was a bomb on. He was like, everybody remain calm. There's a bomb on the bus. <laughs> I'm tripping, bro. There's a bomb on the bus, bro. Oh, yeah. Man, Keanu. That would have been pretty dope to meet him. Hell, yeah. Manny T, IDP. Should I start D. Campbell or Foy? Ola Coon. Let me see here. Um, I'll probably go. I like Fo- I like Foyle. Uh, that's the Atlanta guy, right? Yeah. You you just start Devondre Campbell. Like I, I mean, we're talking I about him. Tearing it up though. Yeah. I, no, I was just finished my thought. I would say I like Foyle, but they, you know, if they're not going to run the ball a lot, like you know, what I mean, like you're going to hope you're going to need him to like get some tackles. Like they they just throw a lot over there. So I'll go Campbell. I mean. I, I'm going to double check this and see if Campbell is still like the number one linebacker in the league right now. I'm, I'm, Whoa. Foyo Lacoon is actually the number one fucking uh, linebacker in the league. Um, he did have a big 33 point game in IDP one, two, three. Yeah. Devondre Campbell is just so damn consistent that um, even though Olacoon, he's got those high ceilings. Devondre Campbell, I don't know if anyone has a higher floor than him. I mean, the, the least Cook. amount. Dalvin Cook, le- bro, he's back, right? They're going to run a lot. Campbell's going to get a lot of tackles. 
Fuck yeah, he is. Over the last three games, the least amount of tackles that Campbell has had in a game is 10. And that was a game where he what? got a sack. The other two games, 13-16. Like, man, he has been balling over the last three games. And this is like a combination of of, of solo and assist. Oh, total, total tackles, yeah. Sleeper doesn't differentiate the two. Yeah. I have no idea why they haven't made that know. switch yet. Make the phone call. Yeah, that, that's something that they need to fix for sure. And uh, Stu said, one of the best nights and days I've ever started, uh, E1. <laughs> and, uh, got, yeah, we'll, we'll just all read that there. And then Buddy came with two sheets of acid, you savage. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I believe it, man. That sounds like some Alice in Wonderland shit right there. I wish I did not have to drive back to San Diego um, the night that I met David Hess. It would have uh, it would have been a night. It would have been a nicer night than just on the on the he had a couple. He had a couple tabs on hand. Uh, drops. Okay, that's even that's the same shit. Yeah, yeah, and it was. Uh, I can't even remember who it was. It, it was someone definitely big time in the cannabis industry. <laughs> he was like, "Hey, want to drop?" <laughs> Hess is like, "Don't mind if I do." <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I was jealous because I had a two and a half hour drive in front of me. You know what's funny is I like, don't know how I made it home. <laughs> I go like in living in my life. Like being me, it always found me. Everything I ever wanted to do, it would find me. You know what I mean? Like I, like if I was too drunk at a game, some somebody would find me and wake me up. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> anything, bro. We're in Vegas. I'm running into someone I know. He's like, "Hey, here's Molly." Like you know what I mean? Like it, I couldn't avoid it. And that's one of those ones I would always curve if I didn't have like a day free. You know what I mean? If I don't have six to eight hours free, I can't. I can't do no LSD. Yeah. <laughs> I can't hide that. I can't oh, hide that. I, I wanted to. I wanted to. It would have. Uh, that that was the that that was the fork in the road that I wouldn't have went to Minnesota if I if yeah. I did that. Well, you gotta keep you gotta keep it cordial at, at at home too. You know what I mean? Like you're like, you know what I'm saying? Like you oh, know, there was no, there would be no getting home at that point. I was two and a half hours away from home. Yeah, for sure. You're like fuck that. <laughs> I would have I would have been bunking in in uh, Hess's hotel room. Hess, you drop me at the airport tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Drive me three hours to the airport. <laughs> Four even, right? Oh no! Uh, like, Zeb said, "Don't do shrooms on Halloween. <laughs> Stick to the tree." I, I mean, man, yeah, yeah. You'd be seeing some crazy ass shit out there. All those dumbass kids. I'd be punching kids in the face. <laughs> you know, I, like uh, I, I don't like doing scary things on shrooms. I like doing joyful things. Like I, I like like. Jim Carrey things and and doing podcast things and like you know what going I mean? out never- going outside is scary enough. Like one of the first times I ever did mushrooms, we went outside and I remember we were just at one of my friends' like random fucking apartments, like in the in one of the suburbs and in the hills. And I just remember walking from around a corner and like seeing this satanic cult that was just like there and like there was a tree and like. They were on one side of the tree, and if anyone walked behind the tree, it was like that tree was like the portal to hell or something. Because like that, I wouldn't see Whoa. them come out on the outside, and they were only coming from outside of that tree. So we ran back inside. We smoke more weed. We do more mushrooms, and then this time we go out. But uh, we had his roommate with us this time, and uh, it was so funny because he put on his leather jacket, and we always used to call him the Terminator when he put it on. As soon as he put it on, I hear the music in my head. (laughs) It was the funniest shit ever. I died laughing for like 20 minutes because of it. We walk outside, and now we got this bodyguard. And uh, then we're walking through stuff, and we see people driving in the car. 
and ma'am, the devil was driving a, a Cadillac that day. He was smoking a blunt, and all I saw was his red eyes, and I was scared out of my life. Hey, somebody write this down. JC Money, write this down. Note to, to Bogart, don't do shrooms with, with Hustler because I am terrified of satanic things on shrooms. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I've never had anything like it's, that. Dude. It's That's going cool. outside. It's going outside. That was the problem. I, Any- I love being outside. Sometimes I'll do the podcast on shrooms. I mean, sometimes <laughs> when I'm doing it, sometimes I got to walk outside because I, I like just being outside. Like, I like we were in an evil place, though. We were in an evil place. A lot of bad things came from that, uh, from that apartment complex. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, there's a term I think it's called uh, being in tuned with the topography. So every everything around you, you know, you know, live beings, objects. I feel that way when I'm on shrooms. So I, you know what I mean? I can't be in like around like like um what's the word I'm looking for? Um shrooms are my happy place. How about that? You know what I mean? If anything yeah. that I'm like I would stay away from it. It it just keeps bringing me to the happy place and I'm on a pretty good streak. You know what I mean? Gotta stay happy. I love watching happy movies and laughing. Yes. That's the best. That is the best. Oh, actually, the best is watching that MXC, the Maximum Extreme Challenge. If you could sit there like on shrooms, like you will never laugh as hard in your life as shrooms. It's so crazy, bro, because that was like that's probably the idea that made like the the motherfuckers like, man, we we need to do uh, Squid Games, like the movie, because like this I, I out there, bro. They're doing some crazy. You're talking about the ones where they do like the. It's kind of like the. Uh, the it's like a chap. It's like, a, like, it's like, like the wall. Where they have to like, run at the wall and like the bum try to guess the fucking one to run through. They're the all like solid. They want to like deal. The warrior. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, but, I mean, and it was made. I mean, we obviously we don't know what they're saying. It's like American. It's, it's yeah, all in Japanese, dubbing. and they yeah, dub over it, and they all sound stupid as fuck, and everything. Yeah, that shit is. So that show bad. is actually real in Japan. They had that show on when we, when I lived there. Yeah, that's an actual game show. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's funny yeah. to us because it shit's wild. It's like yeah. Wipeout before Wipeout. You know, like I mean, the, all these stupid ass really game shows that we see, bro. they fucking copied it from Japan. You know, like that's like the shit that they did to like amuse each other. And I just remember the funniest part of that. They had one. Of, they had that river with all the rocks, and you had to choose the right path. And like, if you know the rock, some of the rocks would sink. And man, if that shit sunk and you hit it, you were getting fucked. And I remember the funniest shit out of any episode. It was the first episode that ever aired. This guy comes out, and he's like the first one to go on the on this um, obstacle or whatever. He comes out, and he's like, "Yeah!" And he comes out. He does a backflip. But like lands on his head, like he totally fails <laughs> on the backflip, <laughs> and then he's all fucking concussed and discombobulated, and then he just like falls on the first rock. But like, if you are on shrooms watching that, you'll probably piss yourself. Like it is so fucking funny. Oh man, like I I'll, I remember that till the day I die. Listen, this shit's I, crazy. I, I, I'll say this, man. I used to have aspirations of being the American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> Noble does too. I got his ass in American Ninja Warrior class every Tuesday. Oh, word! <laughs> He's learning all that shit. That's tight. Ha! Chandler says John Wick gives zero fucks. Oh yeah, he does not. Austin said, "My dad works uh, in the trade show industry. He was setting up a show for Hugh Jackman and ended up playing." Seven serious games of ping pong with them. Oh, that's pretty fucking dope. Hey, I actually read somewhere that Wolverine loves the ping pong. 
That's dope. <laughs> I, hey, man, you, ping pong is one of those like, like if you play ping pong, like that's one of those things. Like that could be someone's happy place, you know, like just something to take your mind off a of ship. And uh, look at Forrest Gump, bro. Oh yeah, man, taking all the way to Japan or China and uh, and winning, taking down, taking down China and the championships. Like, oh man. And he didn't want any of those other other uh, Fugazi paddles. He wasn't fucking with it. I need my paddle, mama. <laughs> right? You know, hey, I remember uh, in early when YouTube first went corporate, you know, back in like 2009 or 8, whenever it was, right? And like the smartphones came out. They had that commercial. And it was Bruce Lee. It was, it was, anime, it was, it was CGI. But he was playing ping pong, but he had the nut chucks. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Wearing the yellow, the yellow jumpsuit. Yep. Right. That shit. And listen, in my version, that shit was real. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I I believe it. If there's anybody who can do it, it's Mr. Water himself, Bruce Lee. Fucking Bruce Lee, bro. He's a beast. He is the ping pong. You know what I mean? (laughs) He is the paddle. I am water, (laughs) dude. He's the man. James Harden. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Of course. No, I heard they slammed. What? Oh God, you need to see that. This movie yeah. is so good. Do not even. Do not even try to explain it, JC. I'm not going to ruin it. it. I'm just saying it's, it's, it's so dope. I'm, I am versed. I am versed. Bruce Lee is so dope. In the Manson family history, I am versed in that shit because I went down several rabbit holes before. So I'm aware of the book, and you know. Oh, I mean, you need you need to go watch that because you know how Quentin Tarantino yeah. puts this little twist on history. Mm-hmm. You got to go watch that. That is one. Put it in. I mean, it may be a three hour movie, but yeah. it is definitely worth it. And still, one of the best scenes in there. I'll, I'll let the cat out of the bag on this. Is when Leo he's uh, he's a, he's an actor who is just totally off his rocker totally failing and he's like looking in the mirror and he's like you little bitch and like just yelling at himself like get your shit together <laughs> you know what's crazy leo's been killing it since he was like 13 or 14 yeah dude he deserves so much credit yeah probably even younger than that that's probably a scene that he's been it's probably something he's been doing since he was like a wee tight they stole it they, they stole it from entourage and johnny drama oh that's right you told me about the scene actually yeah, and uh, yeah, in in Entourage, it was uh, it was a big, uh, um, what the fuck is it called? The big, uh, um, I can't think of it. Big monologue that he had going on, and they like they made it from one paragraph to three paragraphs or something, and <laughs> just totally off his rocker and like having a crazy ass panic attack. And uh, um, Turtle was just trying to get him to smoke weed the whole time. He's like, man, smoke some weed, you'll be all right. And then, uh, but then he went to Plan B which was uh, just give it a nice tug and you'll get rid of all the anxiety. And uh, But he left his microphone on so everyone hears him jerking off in the trailer. You know, sometimes <laughs> I wish I would have just gave a quick tug and then I had to make her eat the plan B. <laughs> Makes it a lot easier. <laughs> hey Heyo! <laughs> Zeb, all right, let's see. A couple more questions and we're getting up out of here. Zeb said, uh, Javante Jacobs or St. Brown for the flex? This answer could change, but I'm going Javante as of now. Yeah, I'm going to go Javante. Yeah, I think so too. And uh, Zeb said, thoughts on Parker? Start Parker, or Hilliard, or D. Gore for the flex? Fuck starting Parker with his no-target ass. I'm, I'm going Frank Gore's grandson. 
Yeah, man, it's so crazy because I was like actually like in my mind hoping someone would ask a, a Derek Gore question. We could actually choose him. I'm going go. I'm going to go Gore. Hell Frank yeah. Gore's grandson. Ha, ah, David, I missed this part. And Hess said, actually, I'll take two. <laughs> you savage. That was awesome. And Hess said, epic night for sure. Many more to come with the 420 crew. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I'll be down there soon. And Zeb said, uh, bro, my buddy dressed up as Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear, hell yeah, trippy. And said, go outside and play basketball on some shrooms or some acid. Shit is fun. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. And Chase said, camping with shrooms is good for the soul. I played handball on shrooms one time. That was terrible. <laughs> I, I believe it. <laughs> we lost for sure. <laughs> There's no losing when you're on shrooms. I'm sure no one was even keeping score. It was one of them rubber balls. You know what I'm talking about? With the, where it looks like it's like, like. The small, like the prison racquetball, like handball games. Right? That's what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I bet that shit hurts on shrooms too. Cause that shit already low key hurts my hand after hitting it like five or six times. If you hit it right in the same fucking spot, I feel build build up those calluses. I feel a lot of things on shrooms and, and hurt is the one I don't want to (laughs) feel. Yeah, that's for sure. That's not a, that's not a feeling I want to feel. Let's see. Where are we at? Where are we at? And uh, Zeb said uh, KJ Osborne or Chuba this week. KJ. Fuck, fuck playing Chuba ever. Not right now. Not in your championship. KJ. You know what sucks about Chuba? She can't catch the ball, man, or else he would have been useful. Yeah. Every time he fucking gets the ball thrown at him, it bounces off his hands, bounces off his face or his chest. Like he's, he's fucking like, horrible at catching. He's like a real life action figure where his <laughs> are just like they're stuck like this. <laughs> he's <coughs> Actually- that, that better be so he better fucking try to catch like 10,000 passes in the offseason or he's not going to make it far in the NFL. They're going to draft a running back. Watch. Yeah, he didn't do anything. Like, I mean, shit. Mike Davis did better than like a million times better than Chuba did with the given the opportunity. Like, Mike, you know what's crazy? They can get your arch nemesis next year, Hassan Reddick. I mean, that would. I mean, they can get him I, late. I don't know why the fuck they would do that, but he only has. Well, they can get him late. He'll, he'll be able to get late. He'll go. Chuba late. has 146 carries for 509 yards, 153 yards receiving on 20 receptions. That's actually what. That's actually. I guess Alvin, that's not giving them enough credit. Alvin Kamara used to have like Alvin Kamara's never peaked over like 200 carries in a season. I think over a thousand yards rushing. Yeah, but still though, he's not putting up five hundo with. I'm just saying, like, this. I'm I'm trying to compare him to some of the greats. Like, this is how not close he is at all to some of the greats. You know what I mean? Right yeah. now, Alvin Kamara. I mean, Alvin Kamara's never. I mean, he's averaged. I mean, this year is the only year he's averaging less than four yards a clip. Yeah. Uh, from, from his rushing yards. Yeah. It's 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 a. This was a very telling year of like how we're going to handle things next year with running backs because load management was a real thing. Committees are a real thing. And uh, if you're a running back that's getting early down work, you're going to get categorized because if you're not a running back that's getting targets and receptions, you probably don't warrant anywhere near the first three rounds for me in fantasy. 
Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's going to get to the point where if you're not catching like 40 receptions, like a season, like you're not putting any, like a kind of decent average per game on the receptions. I don't even think they're going to be fantasy viable because I don't think they're going to be too NFL viable. <laughs> Big Kong says Kadarius Tony now dealing with a shoulder injury. Jeez. He's what always that guy not dealing with. He's always injured. He injures himself. What up, SD Riders? Mike said this. Someone trade me a QB in WWF4. I have nobody left to play in the championship. Oh, man. The only one who can trade you a QB is your opponent at this point. Damn. Ha, and Hess said you can always start Sam Darnold. If you don't, I mean, not in these hustler leagues. Uh, there's, uh, you know, Damn if he, he hasn't got him, he can't play him. There's nobody left on waivers. And Zeb said, met Adam Sandler at a Laker game. Dude is super cool and he can ball. Fuck yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see like Adam Sandler and like Woody Harrelson, like two on two versus like some like professional like basketball players, maybe some G League players, you know, maybe a little bit shorter, but uh, I'd love to see that. Adam Sandler, I guarantee you when you see him, he's wearing sweats that he owned from 20 years ago. Yeah, no, dude. He, no, he's always rocking some basketball shoes and some basketball shorts. Yep. <laughs> Those basketball shorts, I guarantee you, from like 20 years ago. Probably. Probably. I believe it. He was like, I bet at one like, point, I bet at one point his wardrobe, like his, his walk-in closet or whatever, there had to be just a section with like his basketball shirts and basketball shorts, you know, and little uh little fits or whatever that he was rocking and like. He probably had so many of those things could last for his entire lifetime and his kids' lifetimes. And it was it was the actual guy from Deeds who would like <laughs> give him his, his wardrobe. He'd be like, <laughs> I got it. We're rocking the blue today with the blue shoes. Very sneaky. <laughs> Ronald said I thought once upon a time in Hollywood was worse QT movie to date, honestly. I mean there's no such thing as a bad Quentin Tarantino movie. Like, I mean, there's just levels to how good they are. So there may be a bunch of people who don't like that. Um, that one compared to a lot of them. I mean, shit. Like, I mean, there's a lot of people who haven't even Tarantino, seen that movie Death Proof. There's movies. Then there's Tarantino. Tarantino is art. Yeah, it's for and sure art. Some people think the Mona Lisa is trash. There's other people that think it's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? That's Tarantino's movies, bro. He don't make. You just hate on him because he has a foot fetish. <laughs> he makes. Yeah, you, you could say it's the worst Tarantino movie, and there may be some people who disagree with you. There may be some people who agree with you, but yeah, there's there's not one movie that I'm gonna say is is bad from Quentin Tarantino. I could watch all of them, even Death Proof, which I've only seen a couple times. Dude, I like that Dust Till Dawn. Uh, yeah, and I mean that's not even a Quentin Tarantino movie. He's just an actor in it. Well, he he did he did he did some like. Some like uh overseeing, right? Because it was a uh, Robert, uh, whatever his name, right? Robert Rodriguez. I mean, yeah. him and Robert Rodriguez, they definitely collab, like you know, on stuff. Cause yeah, he was in uh um I, I know he he wrote some of his lines, you know, for sure. I don't know if he wrote all of them, you know, and definitely overseeing some of the, you know, just the movie, the the what's it called, the the scenes that he's the, in. The direction, the directing of the film. Yeah. Know? Yeah, he yeah. like maybe for those scenes, he's like an assistant director or something, or someone where, hey, come come take a look at this. Let me get, let me get some fresh eyeballs on this but one. Bounce the titties for real, okay, baby? Like <laughs> don't like make it real. <laughs> you know, let's see. Yeah, Kill Bill is fucking so dope. Tarantino, so dope. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure 
if he didn't go back and get this removed from YouTube, but back in the days when when E the channel started showing like Howard Stern shit, he had brought on Tarantino back then, and uh, this was like during the Kill Bill days or whatever it was, and um, he talked about being an enthusiast of Molly, and 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 people his actors and actresses he encouraged them to, to use Molly. And uh, everyone volunteered. Everyone loved it. You know what I mean? Obviously. And that, that's how he used to get out. Like, oh, yeah. His sets were more lit than anybody. And uh, well, there's no were... outsiders. There's no cell phones or, like, shit like that. Like, you could go back and look. I mean, shit, Jamie Foxx talks about how is nothing but an experience on the on that set. Who knows if he was partaking in the Molly part of it. But uh, I, I would like to think so. It just makes the story cooler. And if you could find that Howard Stern. Cooler if he did. If you can find the interview with, with Howard and QT, this dude looks like he's smacking on there. There's a twenty. There's a twenty-two minute interview of him, and it's it's Howard Stern in nineteen ninety-seven. That's the one. So this is before. So this is before. That's Jackie, that's Jackie Brown days. That's the one, bro. And like in that interview, he's rocking the Kangle too. So he's pimping just like just like Samuel L. and in uh, Jackie Brown. Mm -hmm. Man, I gotta start rocking more Kangol hats, man. Those hats are so pimping. I know. You know what's funny? My girl, she's always clown when I wear a Kangol. She's like, what do you think you're a pimp? I'm like, pimp. <laughs> <laughs> I do right now. I feel real fresh. Fresh to death. You know, no, see, here's the thing, though. You, you gotta be the guy if you're gonna wear a furry Kangol, though. You can't, like... Well, I got a nice furry Kangol that I only... I, I only pop... It's a white, it's a white furry Kangol, too. Like, oh, man. But you are the guy. So, you know what I mean? Like if I saw someone walk in the room and they have a furry kangle and they are not the guy, you know, we got problems here, bro. Yeah, snatch that shit off your head. Who the fuck you think you are? <laughs> I don't like, and you know what else I don't like? I don't like gold-plated rope chains neither. Fuck, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, fuck that. Zeb said young Leo and Basketball Diaries and the Beach movie is real good. Two classics right there. Basketball Diaries is one of my favorite movies. And it's probably the reason that I never dabbled in anything more than weed because that shit scared me to death as a kid watching that. You know, I probably should have watched that movie as a kid. <laughs> you probably shouldn't. It's something that a 10-year-old you know should not watch. I probably should have scared me away from like all that shit. <laughs> and uh, Ronald said Leo has an adopted brother on growing pains like oh man and what about what's eating Gilbert Grape like take it all the yeah. way back there like mm -hmm. you know who was you know who was also dope and he, he and he died before you know he could really uh, uh, reach his prime was uh, River Phoenix who yeah was he was in that movie with uh, with uh, young Leo yeah you know who was in that movie too Johnny Depp yeah, hell yeah. I mean, Depp was the main guy. I mean, he was Gilbert. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just saying for anyone out there that don't know, I know y'all know. I'm just saying like. Oh, yeah. Well, we got to throw it out there. He was Gilbert and like what's eating Gilbert grape. Yeah. Yeah, and that was still the most fucked up thing when he left him in the bathtub for the entire night. Oh, man. Felt so bad. Felt so fucking bad. Right. <laughs> And Hess said, uh, if you didn't, uh, or wait, actually, Zeb had that. Minka Fitzpatrick or Harrison Smith? This one's going to work itself out. Harrison yeah. Smith plays. I'm going Harrison Smith. But if he don't, pivot into Fitzpatrick. Yeah, and it's dope because you have the Sunday and Monday night game. So, you, you know, you'll be all right. Yep. You have and Hess, Hess said, if you didn't handcuff your studs, especially the bell cow studs, you had a tough time this season. Yeah, yeah. for sure. We're Unless you're just – 
unless you're just that waiver wire guru like myself and you're just weeks ahead, you know, of everybody else. And if you don't handcuff your guys, you better be the guy who's picking up guys two weeks early. Mm-hmm. I am no guru by any means. <laughs> Zeb said the Adam Sandler and KG gem movie was pretty good. I liked it. Actually, that's one of the last movies hey, I went on the movie theaters. I ain't never watched that joint, but I hear real good things about that motherfucker. So if you are the type of person who needs to see Adam Sandler be Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore, you're going to fucking hate it because everybody hated that movie who was, uh, who was expecting it to be a comedy or whatever. But Adam Sandler, man, he's got some acting chops and he definitely what? had to use him in that movie. Wasn't that based on a real joint too, right? No, no, it wasn't based oh. on a real thing. Oh. No, it, K, KG played himself and it was during the 2012 NBA season. If I'm uh if I'm correct about that, and he like he gives up his ring to get like this crazy ass gem and shit, and like it's like a quarter million dollar like gem or whatever, uh, opal or whatever, and um, and Adam Sandler, his character wasn't the guy you want to give your championship ring to. He hawked that shit within seconds. <laughs> he ended up getting it back and everything, but he was just a, a fucking a degenerate gambler amongst gamblers. Everybody wanted a piece of his ass. He had, he was worse than Keanu Reeves in uh in uh, Hardball, because he was the dude who had all the all the drip, all the drip, <coughs> access to everything. <laughs> Chandler says Adam Sandler dresses like a middle schooler. I love it. Hell yeah, yeah man. spending his money in other places. Hell yeah. Ronald said Pulp Fiction is like my favorite movie of all time. Definitely. One of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> and they said in Reservoir Dogs, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And then Kill Bill, Pulp Fiction, classics, hell yeah. What is this? What is this out in M? <coughs> What's this out in M? Ronald said was great. And uh, let's see. Zeb said I met Nick Cage in the New York airport. That's dope. Nice guy. Lord of War was one of his best movies. Fucking Lord love Christ. Lord of War. Crazy movie, yeah. Hey, on YouTube, face off. If you look up, like, <laughs> I think it's like Nick Cage overacting. Fucking awesome. It's like a highlight reel of all of him just wigging out, like you know, just whoa, like you know what I mean. <laughs> he's the same. Guy. He's one of my favorite monotone actors because he's the same guy in every movie. For sure. Fucking I want awesome. to take his face off. <laughs> i know ronald shrooms lsd and molly is more than weed well the shrooms that that's one that i can say i partook in so far i can't say i can't say the same for the others and shrooms at least comes from the earth that's one thing that we know give me money austin said you know a movie i watched the other day heavyweights great movie with ben stiller love it dude Fine movie so we were at a brewery in Wisconsin, just this random like hole in the wall brewery. It's called Olafon. It's actually big now. But when we went, was it like we got a, we had these, these tickets to go, discount tickets. You know, we got like free beer and shit like that. And like they had a VHS, like, VHS like set set up, like with all these fucking movies everywhere. And I'm like, all right, we're gonna put a movie. And we walked up, and I was like, fucking heavyweights, boom, threw that shit in, dude. It's a classic, classic movie. Out of all those movies, I'm like, this is the one. I haven't revisited that since I was like in the fifth grade, bro. You see that again? I I. I only I only remember like Ben Stiller being the fucking the fat camp fucking counselor like villain. <laughs> and, and he's that like, was fucking, that's great. And shit. 
That was what that was one of his best characters like ever. And like one of the funniest scenes was when they're trying to film like the uh, the the infomercial and they're filming it with Goldberg. And like obviously everything that Goldberg's saying is fake. And like he's like trying to like tell him what to do and he's like uh, all right just, just say how you love the food. And he was like, "Hey, so what he's like I love the food." And he like cuts him off. He's like, "Wait, you finish answering the question." <laughs> I like just totally goes off on him and just at the end, when he has that freak out, you're weak and breaks the glass and steps on it. And I'm strong and push, breaks the glass and steps on it. I like when he's, uh, when he's when they're making him do sit ups and shit. And like he's like got his ass over his face. He's like, ew, disgusting. And like fucking pokes him in the back of the legs. Oh, and here we go. So Zeb said uh, with that, uh, the what's it called? The KG and Adam Sandler movie. Um, is, oh, wait, no, no, no. Inside Game is a good movie. Okay, based on a true story, Tim Donahue. Is that the motherfucker who fixed uh, yeah. the game when the Spurs and the Lakers? And the, or the Spurs and the, the, the Spurs and the fucking uh, the Suns. That, that game where, uh, um, what's his name? Steve Nash got checked into the boards and shit, like fucking hockey check into the boards. And then Boris Diaw and fucking Stoudemire had like one inch of their toe like on the line and they got thrown out for the games because they said they were on the court or something. That's crazy. Fucking insane. Zeb said, watch Wedding Crashers the other day. Yeah, I love Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson. Was Ben Stiller in that movie? I no, thought it was a big-ass Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. What is that? So does Mescaline and uh, Salvia. Yeah, from the earth too. Yeah. Have yeah, fucking Salvia. Come on. Yeah, Salvia's nasty. Don't nobody never mess with Salvia. That's stupid. Yeah. Mess and Austin said, bro, that was the best part of the movie. <laughs> Which part? Which part? The, the at the end, Ben Stiller, you're weak. Or the uh, or the part where he's like yelling at Goldberg. And was Zeb said, Yep, fix the NBA games. Was it really Goldberg? No, like from uh, his character from, from uh, Mighty Ducks. Ducks the oh, okay. boy, the big My bad. I was gonna say I haven't seen that movie since, like I said, since the fifth grade. I'm like Goldberg went in that joint. Man, you go, you go look at uh, all the heavyweights. It was all kids like that. So um, a lot from the mighty, the original Mighty Ducks, because you had uh, um, what was his name, Carp or whatever, the guy who got hit in the head with the puck or whatever. He was yeah, in that yeah. movie. Yes, he was the main character. Goldberg was in there, and then uh, Keenan Thompson was in there also. Yep. Taking it all the way back. Ha, yeah, the, the info commercial. Yeah, that, uh, all that. that shit was funny. And yep, Vince Vaughn, that's right. We ain't doing that. We ain't doing that salvia. No way. All right, we're getting up out of here. Two and a half hours since we're not doing multiple streams today. I figured, uh, you know, we'll just keep this one nice and long for all the peeps who are hanging in with us. So good looking on hanging out with us the entire show, guys. And, uh, Bogart, why don't you tell them where to find you at? Man, you already know, man. GMM Network, off top. Earth is my turf, etc. You feel me? Universe, give me money. <laughs> JC Money, let them know. Oh, you can find me at JC Money Design on Instagram. Hold on, hold on. Let's try this again. Don't go. <sighs> Let's be enthusiastic when we get out of this fucking show. JC Money, tell them where to find you at. I was trying to find something else. I was about to let everyone know that I got a new. I'm about starting up a YouTube page, so uh, I was trying to find the link. I'm, I don't know if it'll, if I had it saved. So hold on. Let me see if my computer will load up real quick. Boom. 
Just go give me a follow. I'm gonna start doing some shit on Monday. We're gonna start. We're gonna have to start getting some things going for Super Draft Pro. So uh, we're gonna talk some basketball. I got I got one of my buddies on. It's gonna come on, uh, and uh, we're, we got some shit going on. Go find me at uh, at JC Money Design on uh, Instagram and uh, on Twitter. Got a giveaway going right now too. So uh, uh, T Higgins uh, mini helmet autograph from my personal collection, and you know he's been balling right now. So everybody wants that 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 uh, good good. So uh, come uh, find me on that uh, Instagram and uh, get that shit going. Yeah. yeah. Make sure you go to fantasyfootballhustler.com. Go follow me everywhere. Make sure you tell your friends to find me on YouTube and get your friends to subscribe as well. We're less than 40 pe- We're less than forty subscribers away from the signed Darius Leonard jersey giveaway. So there's not a lot of people looking for fantasy content right now, but you can spread the word, tell your friends. You know, as soon as we get up to 2,500 subscribers, we got the giveaway going down. So hopefully it'll be any week now. And uh, yeah, we got Playmakers coming tomorrow. We got FNT coming back tomorrow at our normal time. And uh, yeah, let's get these motherfucking championships. We'll see you later. Peace. Peace. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame is no surprise. I'm on a rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, busting down that blow. Out of Eastside Hope, where they know my name. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.